0: This is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty.
1: Hey, yo, man, how the heck are you? It is The Monty Show. Live and on your phone, we hope, on YouTube, which by the way, if you're in Gen Z, you love you some YouTube. Thanks for watching the show, presented by The Advocates. Theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. As always, without a doubt, and you know why? Because they know what you're going through, because they've seen it all. That's why you don't pay The Advocates unless and until they win your case, because they know they're gonna fight for you, they're gonna bring you the best outcome, That's why you go to TheAdvocates.com. Whether you, your friends, your mom, your sister, your side hustle, doesn't matter. You've been in a car accident. Did you get hurt at work? No problem. TheAdvocates.com, or you can chat with an attorney live online. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Sitting in the studio uh, here this afternoon, contemplating uh, how difficult our life is. Uh, It's not very difficult at all. (coughs) Certainly, uh, it is easier than the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets. We get NBA Finals tonight. We'll talk about that coming up in about an hour. Uh, Stick around for that. We are awaiting a Pac-12 on Pac-12 crime in the Women's College World Series. Jake's pretty excited about that. Yeah, it's
0: going to be a good game.
1: Uh, Yeah. Uh, Utah Utah and Washington. Hmm. There's nothing else on tonight. That's your entire world. Uh-huh. That's your entire world. I'm watching the NBA Finals tonight. You are not. You're not, not. Okay. You know what? Whatever Gen X or He's whatever millennial, millennial guy I, just, don't get,
0: I don't get the luxury of being a Gen something.
1: Yeah, I know. Because you guys, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not playing your stupid little games. What do you think you are, the Pac 12?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, all right, let's get into it. <laughs> As we always do because you know, we start the show every day as the Pac-12 burns. Interesting news today out of the Pac-12 and that is that the Pac-12 and Apple um, have had recent conversations about a deal that obviously as everybody is aware would mean all streaming for the Pac-12. And I only half joke about, you know, Gen Z and millennials and Gen Xers that like streaming because one of the major sticking points in this conversation is, overwhelmingly the presidents in the PAC-12 have made it clear they do not want to entertain media rights deals that are all streaming. Jake, is Apple a viable partner for the PAC-12?
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, going 100% on Apple like MLS did is not going to work. That's not going to be an option for the PAC-12. I I think the problem is, is that you know, again, it's this classic conundrum of the Pac-12 can't get uh, a solid offer from a linear TV option. And so now they're forced into getting a bigger portion of the TV deal to come from a streaming partner. And the problem is, of course, that most of the streaming partners want very specific things. Apple wants an all or nothing package where you give them every single thing uh, that you have to offer or you don't work with them at all. Amazon wanted one game a week, so that they could go nfl on thursday pack 12 on friday and we're riding off in, into the sunset for the weekend type setup that's what they wanted and and that obviously does not work for the pack 12. so apple is not a solution and i and i don't think you know it it, it can ever be broached as as a complete and utter savior of the pack 12. now if apple was smart in my opinion you would open it up a little bit, and you'd be willing to have a conversation about, you know, hey, game of the week or a couple games here, or whatever. Like, you know, very much like the Big Ten NBC Peacock situation, where where NBC is, is never going to put the game exclusively on Peacock, right? But it's going to cater to its its customers or its viewers on the platform. And I really feel like Apple could benefit immensely from having something besides MLS when it comes to sports. Like you need some something to bring fresh eyeballs it, to your
1: product. But is MLS for Apple, is that a warning shot or, or is that just a toe in the water of streaming? Because I think all of us would agree that MLS has suffered and I think Apple has suffered in that relationship at least early on here Mm -hmm. with apple tv and mls because as we've also heard apple's been disappointed with the subscription volume that has come from uh mls and i think when you look at apple tv's subscription volume a lot of it as as we found out 50 percent of their subscribers are on free deals right now at apple tv that's a huge problem that is a huge problem so I don't I I I don't know that that I would call MLS on Apple TV an actual example. I, I think it's been an abject failure. Even just in the, the sphere or the realm of Apple. I think it's been an abject failure. Nice. I think the thing that really stands out is there wasn't a boom or a big push of paid subscribers to Apple content. And that's exactly why you did a deal with MLS so that people would pay to be with MLS on Apple or pay for Apple to get MLS. Uh And it does not appear either one of those has happened. There's a lot of people on T-Mobile deals and that's been great for T-Mobile because their customers are getting free MLS. But really at the end of the day, who is that helping? And I would tell you it's helping nobody. So if you're the Pac-12 and you know that you are fighting for your own survival, you are fighting to exist at this moment. Mm-hmm. Going to Apple doesn't seem like the all in easy fix it button, Jake, and I think that's my biggest concern about it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, that Apple, you know, it's really interesting the this whole the T Mobile side of the conversation with Apple because you would think that if Apple was gonna do a deal with a professional sports league in in the MLS that that you would have considered that, hey, a lot of our viewers are coming from a free option we're giving them through T-Mobile. So we're not realizing revenue on that. So for the Pac-12, you know, the other question I think that's really relevant in this money conversation is like whatever deal, like if you're George Klyovkov, whatever deal you bring to, to the board and to the presidents and everyone, it has to be very clear how that's going to help them make money and how that's going to benefit them like if you bring them a deal that's like yeah well hey you know your costs for your athletic budget were one dollar and the tv deal is going to make you a dollar and one cents that's not really going to move the needle a whole lot you know but if you could bring them a tv deal that made them two or three bucks in profit that's obviously what you're looking for but the tough part is there's really no path to that how do you how do you get to that when when the president Cosses says of the world up at washington have made it very clear and as you said most of the presidents in the pac-12 are not interested in an all streaming deal how do you find the middle and this has always been my point there is no finding the middle there is no hey yeah we're gonna get 90 million a year from espn and then we're gonna get one game a week from amazon and five games a week from app like you're not doing that that's not how it works and yet all of this is happening And you have the Big 12 operating, the Big 10 operating. You have the ACC presidents doing what they do. Like, like that's why I think the the odds continue to rise that the Pac-12 struggles to survive as we know it. Do they keep three, four teams? I don't know. Maybe.
1: But I don't see the Pac-12 keeping all 10 teams. Well, and I I think the bigger issue, you know, if I'm the Pac-12 is you you hear about MLS and Apple saying, "Hey, things are good. We're both happy with the relationship." But where are the subscriber numbers? Where are the viewer numbers? Where are where are is the hard data to support the fact that MLS and Apple have been a successful partnership especially early. And I think one of the things that you have to consider is it's early. I think streaming and a lot of people think streaming is, you know, the future. A lot of people think it's a fad, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, but There's no question in its life cycle, streaming is very early on, it's an infant, right? It's not a fully grown adult, it's in its its infancy. So a deal like MLS and Apple TV is very young right now. We have no idea what the long-term ramifications for MLS is gonna be if in fact we don't know, and I think the numbers are low. So if you're the Pac-12, Can you afford to do a deal with somebody like Apple TV where the numbers have have not been there to support? Is Apple TV willing to give the Pac-12 hard data? Is the Pac-12 asking Apple TV for hard data? Because again, sources and television have told us that Apple TV and the Pac-12 have had conversations recently that they have been talking about ways to do a deal. And the biggest sticking point remains that you have Arizona, Arizona State, Washington, Oregon, and Colorado—that's five. Half of the big uh, of the uh, Pac-12 members that have said no, we will not do an all-streaming deal. Yeah, and I think when you look at that, that's the biggest hurdle here. Is is that you have a bunch of administrators who either don't understand or don't want to understand where and how they can win in an all-streaming environment. And I I agree that where you are in the Pac-12. I don't think all streaming on Apple TV is a a good choice. I truly do not. If it were Amazon Prime Sports, I would be, hey, go all in. We've talked about that on this show. If it's Amazon, go all in. It's not Amazon, it's Apple. And that struggle is real. And I think the Pac-12 would be better suited doing a deal with ESPN Plus and doing a deal with the CW for regular distribution on a regional level, then you would go all in on Apple TV streaming. I think those are just the hard realities. Mm -hmm. But here's the other thing. You're making decisions based on what you have to do instead of what you want to do. Because if you're the Pac-12 right now, what are you chasing? You're not chasing reach. You're not chasing a great partner. You're chasing the money. and anytime you are doing business and making decisions because you are desperate for the money you're almost always going to make the wrong decision in life or in sports if you are doing things because you are chasing that bread bro you are going to make a bad bad choice and if if and again there's conjecture here but my sources and from people i've talked to that's how i form my opinion if they do a deal, if George goes to the table in the Pac-12 and says, hey, here's my final best, and it's Apple TV all in, he's not getting a grant of rights on that. And I think ultimately, if you can't get a grant of rights, what's the point of even bringing a deal to the table? Because trust me when I tell you, George Klyavkov is well aware of what the parameters these 10 presidents have set forward for an acceptable TV deal on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no doubt about that.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's it's... You know, the mission's very clear. The expectations are very clear. And and, and again, <laughs> that's why I say, like, let's not beat around the bush. I mean, there is real, real credence to, hey, the conference is going to look very different or may not exist next year. And and, and that's not because I don't like the Pac-12. That's not because no. I have some bias or anyone has bias. But, but I think that's what it was for a long time is, hey, oh, you guys just hate the Pac-12 or you love the Big 12 or you love the Big 10 it's like, well, we're kind of down the road now and there's still no deal. And we still haven't heard from George Kleavkov and there's still no damage control happening in the media. And these presidents are still talking like, it's just the same thing over and over again. So so that's why I say like, I, I truly don't know how, like because of the Apple situation and what they want versus what you're able to provide, because that's not a fit because amazon's not interested and because espn is not going to give you 400 million dollars a year Mm -hmm. and because you're unwilling to do a regional deal with the cw for whatever the hell reason you're not going to get a deal and that's why i say there is no finding one someone here is going to have to acquiesce like like George would have to say, yep, we're good with a regional deal. Or Apple would have to take a partial package. Or ESPN would have to come up with more but, money, which ain't going to happen. But look at
1: ION TV. And this is the thing that perhaps is so stunning. Yeah. Ryan Lawler, the, the president of Script Sports, has been on the show several times. Mm-hmm. But you, you continue to hear him on this show. And you've heard nothing about ION TV or Scripps Sports as far as the Pac-12 goes. Las Vegas Golden Knights, Script Sports through ION TV. The WNBA, Script Sports through ION TV. They're doing deals and they're doing the exact deal. And this is a part that I, I would guess as a Pac-12 fan, is hard to digest. The WNBA did the exact deal that we're talking about with CW. Yet, if that deal was in place, wouldn't that have been done already? Mm-hmm. If there was a deal to be done, where you had stream and you had linear TV. Why wouldn't you have announced that already? You clearly would have. You clearly would have. I don't believe that that deal is in place. I don't believe that that deal is available. And everybody, you know, listen, I can only go back and tell you who we've spoken to and, and why we believe what we believe. Brian Lawler has been on this show and has unequivocally, like, without hesitation, panned any idea that script sports and I on TV are are working towards an agreement with the Pac-12. Yeah, gone out of his way, and I, I, you know, obviously I don't know Brian personally, but on a professional level, he's about as genuine as it gets, Brian Lawler. I don't see any way that script sports, and unless something has completely changed, I don't see any way that script sports and I on TV are doing a deal with the Pac-12. Well, and it just comes right back to what George
0: Klavkoff is asking for, you know, and again. It, it, it needs to be said, George, it, it sh- nobody should be saying, well, George is, George is asking for too much because he's an idiot. George is a conduit. George is doing what the presidents in the Pac-12 are asking him to do. He That's his job. So if they say, hey, go out and find us a TV deal for $400 million a year not a penny less, that's what he has to work with. And that's why I say, like, as much as I disagree with a lot of the stuff he said, like the iconic back-of-the-envelope stuff or anything that you want to go back to, this guy is a conduit, and the responsibility of this situation is not just on George Klyavkov. It is in large part on the presidents in the Pac-12 and their decisions uh, to not do certain things and to want to do others.
1: But if I had to ask you today, if you had to make a, a selection today, where do you think the Pac-12 TV deal ends up?
0: I don't think it ends up. I don't think they get a deal because I think I think when you have when you have. Great when the grass is greener on the other side of the fence in the Big Ten and the Big Twelve and the momentum is building and those conferences are going in the right direction and they're courting you, why would you not go? Why would you not go? Why when you know, because it would be one thing, like it would be one thing if if the Pac twelve TV deal had the opportunity to make, you know, forty million a year after the college football playoff and after like if these schools had that kind of opportunity. we're talking about a tv deal that's struggling to get to 25 a year and then you're gonna struggle to get well to to 35 a year let's say and so i look at this and and i say okay in the big 12 you're pushing you know 40 42 43 44 like you're in the mid 40s already and that's before any of these new teams have done anything so that's why i say if if i had to take a guess on where the deal goes I don't think you're going to get a deal because we know they're not interested in $90 million from ESPN. And you don't, yeah. uh, what's what's the other, what's the out? It's like, if if you could go to Amazon and say, hey, Amazon, take take a couple of games that will kind of patchwork this thing, then I feel like, yeah, you might get a deal. But because it's so cut and dry, it's black and white, there's no
1: flexibility in it. I don't know where they go. Yeah, and I, and I think, I think I, I man, I don't think it'll be all streaming. Uh, I, I, if, if I had to guess today, I I would think it would be a combination of, of streaming with ESPN and TV with ESPN. Yeah. And I think it will be, I think it'll be a a game or two on both. I think that's it. Yeah. I, I don't see an Avenue now going forward where you can have, you know, apple tv cough up 300 million dollars mm-hmm. like i i just i don't see how that happens yeah and again i'm open to the idea that that i'm completely wrong i i but my in my instincts and the people i've spoken to tell me i don't see a a, a straightforward hey these are the channels our games are on all season long yeah i don't see that i don't see like what nbc and Peacock announced yesterday, I don't see that with the the Uh Pac-12. I don't see, I I just don't see how that's possible at this point because if it was going to happen, if that was going to be the case, this would have been announced already. You Mm -hmm. would have seen this already, yet you don't see it and it hasn't been announced. And you look at Apple and I think Apple's hesitation has been going all in and doing a deal and then not being able to get a, a grant of rights. Yeah. I think that's bad for Apple. If you're going to get in bed with the Pac12 and you have half the league that's going to say, "Yeah, we don't want to we don't want to do business with those guys." That's a bad look for Apple. So, if you're Apple TV, how excited are you to try and put that deal together? I don't think you're all that excited about it. No. I don't. And I think that's why you're you're, you're hearing about Apple wanting to be at $200 million. Which is not a number that's going to get it done in the Pac-12, and you're hearing about Apple not wanting to share streaming, and you're hearing about Apple, hey, if it's us, it's all us. If it's if it's somebody else, it's it's none of us. Yeah, like Apple is not somebody that's willing to play nice in the sandbox with a competitor. But you also go back to the early times of these conversations, and you hear a guy saying, hey, well, look, there's Amazon, and and I fully believed in November. That we were gonna get a Friday night Pac 12 game of the week on Amazon, like a tier two game. And I I thought for certain that you would have ESPN, ABC, and the and and ESPN plus. I thought that was going to be your deal. Yeah. And it just has never grown and materialized. They went two months, the Pac-12 and ESPN, without talking. And you get into the to to the new year, you get into January, February, March. And they've been talking regularly and they haven't gotten close to a deal, hey guys. but they've been able to advance the on-field content for this season, right? Uh, like they're working together. It's just not, they're, they're not working together into the future. That's the biggest concern for me is I don't see how you get an all-in deal if you're the Pac-12 at this point.
0: Well, and I think what's really interesting about it too is like, like if you're George Kleavkov and you're the presidents in this conference and you see... You know brett Yormark doing doing all these things outside of the tv deal right so like if you can't get the big 12's tv deal or or match that okay great we're gonna fall short of that but how can we make up that gap how can we how can we close the gap there well there are a lot of ways you can close the gap like that's one thing i think that doesn't get pointed out a lot is how easy it is for a football conference a power five football conference to make money and to do it in creative ways that don't involve tv partners and i think this is sort of the untapped you know may, i'm not going to call it a lifeline but maybe an untapped way to to cover that gap because if you have let's say it's 20 million dollars just to use a round number for conversation sake you got 20 million dollars a year you know per school for your tv or distribution deal how do you how do you get to 40 million at the end of the year that's the question. Cause you if don't. they can, f- if, but if they could figure that out, then survival's on the table.
1: Yeah. Uh, rowdy. Every point gives us $10 to say, can we address the pink elephant in the room? Fox sports lost so much money from PAC 12 network. And then you lose the LA market. It's no wonder no one wants to sign a lucrative TV deal. Well, I think the PAC 12 network lost so much money. Yeah. And I think, I don't know that, that, has the PAC 12 been a bad partner for its TV? Well, for ESPN and Fox, I don't think it was. If you're Comcast, sure they are. Mm -hmm. I mean, like the overpayment on carriage fees, and I mean, the PAC 12 is not easy to do business with. I've heard that repeatedly for a long time. I've heard repeatedly for a long time that there's disorganization, that there's not clear communication. Yeah. and. I, I like. Listen, I don't. I don't know that you're wrong about Fox, and I certainly would agree with you. Losing the LA market and the conference is crippling, <coughs> um, as far as reach goes for TV partners. I, I think it's absolutely. Uh, I think it's absolutely a real thing, and I think it's. I think it's absolutely scary.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, how about a big shout out to Marlon Shaw, who gives us ten memberships today. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Marlon. Appreciate Ooh. you. Um, And Chris Evans and Scott Palmer and Renee Roca and John Evans and Kyle J, Jim Choi, Mark Hale, Stephen Smith. You guys all got free memberships from Marlon Shaw. Appreciate that, Marlon. Thank you so much. Anyway, all of this to say, I think it's really interesting that, that here we are. It's June 1st. And I know all the Pac-12 talking heads being like, "Oh, it's done. It's gonna be done. It's gonna be announced." Right. Well, here we are in June 1st, and there's no deal. Here I am. And every day that we go without a deal, I think you are closer and closer to never getting a deal.
0: Yeah, it's ratcheting down on you. I yeah, mean, I is.
1: think you are closer and closer to never getting a deal. And I think when you hear about Arizona, ASU, Washington, Colorado that are not willing to do an all-streaming deal, I think you're you're Every time you hear one of these these news stories, and you hear, you're just ticking forward to irrelevance. And I think, for somebody that's covered this league since its inception, that is terrifying. Yeah, that's absolutely terrifying that you would have that. The uh, favorite Floridian, Maury Alvarez, our favorite Floridian, says, "I'm so looking forward to this drama to be done." The pack says, "What you have." And get uh pack say what you have and get over uh, get it over with we are getting to a point you just have to rip the Band-Aid off but I don't know that they have a Band-Aid
0: yeah that's the problem
1: they got a bunch of scars but I don't think they have any band-Aids like if if you had a deal you would have announced already yeah but you you this goes the Ray Anderson in Arizona state saying well we're going to announce a media deal then get a grant of rights no you're not you're gonna get a grant of rights and then announce your media deal. Because nobody's signing a grant of rights if it's all Apple. Like, you're gonna lose half the conference. Yeah. You're yeah. gonna lose There's half no the doubt. conference. There's
0: just no doubt. And that's why I say, like, you know, when we when we say something like, hey, where's this conference going? Well, I'm telling you it's going to not being a P5 anymore. Uh, and And it's quickly eroding into not existing. That's my opinion not being told that. But I just, I worry that there's not a way out. Like, yeah. okay, cool. So you're gonna roll out an embarrassing TV deal. You're getting 20 million a year. That would be embarrassing by anybody's measure. By any stretch. That would be utterly embarrassing. Okay, great. I, like, I'm a big believer, dude. If Brett Yormark can do it, so can the Pac-12. If 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 Tony Petiti can do it, so can George Klyovkov. The difference is, is that these presidents in the Pac-12 are a little bit stubborn, and like themselves a good bit. And they're not willing to be like, hey, yeah, wow, maybe we do need to go a little bit different of a route. Maybe maybe people in the TV world aren't so liberal with spending their dollars, and maybe we did get beat, and maybe these things did happen, right? It's like the old, uh, you know, it's like the old, uh, you know, Eminem stance, right? Admit well, all the things that you failed at, admit all the things that are terrible about you, so then, so then the media can't be like, hey, this, that, and that, and the other. Right. Just get after it. Get out. Get it out there.
1: You can't blackmail me with something that everybody knows about. Right. right? Like Like,
0: just get it out there and
1: then let's start moving to how we can close the gap or form a bridge. Yep. Marlon Shaw says, remind me what the definition of insanity is. Is that not what is going on in the PAC, uh, PAC TV negotiations? It is doing the same thing over again and expecting a different result. That, like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy to me. Yep. Um, hey, where have you been, McCluskey? Yeah, well, well, Let's well, go. Well. The mayor is back. I have talked to the Pac-12, and we have a deal. We're bringing in the powerhouse, Utah Tech. <laughs> Sleeping giant in this state. <laughs> yeah. I'm, telling so brand, I'm
0: telling you. So on brand, I'm
1: telling you. Truck Stop Gumby says crocodile tears. Uh-huh. I like it. I like it. Uh, Bryce Martin. If they sign a grant to write, someone's going to have to give something up and not everyone's going to be happy. No, I totally agree with that. Agreed. Um 123 shasack What the fuck you? you? <laughs> <laughs> Apologize
2: to that man.
1: See when you choke on your own. <clears throat> I'll stop. Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> would it help if Apple took the whole package? Bro, this is a family program, dude. Come on. And sublease to Fox for 50%. See, this has been brought up a lot. Here's the problem, though. Where is Fox going to put that inventory? Especially during football season. Where does Fox put that inventory? Um. Where does ESPN? Where does CBS, NBC? Think about all these places. Those, Those major sports brands. Already are scheduled out for the entire season. yeah. so you have blocks where you could potentially place that next season, but if you're if you're CBS, Fox, and NBC, you know what those blocks are going to be. That's all going to be big 10 all day long. Okay, let's surmise that Fox on a Saturday night would play a, a late night a late night football game. Yeah Well, do you really want to compete against your partners in NBC? Are you trying to do that with Big 10 After Dark? Are you you're competing no. with NBC? You're not going to do that. Okay, so let's say Fox is not available. And I don't think they are by the way. If if you're ESPN, you probably would like to have a football game instead of Sports Center
2: uh-huh. or
1: instead of College Football Wrap Up. But those two shows do really well on the bar scene. Right? Like those two shows People are going to watch because it's a highlight show. You're going to, why do bars, and, and people think I'm crazy every time I bring this up. Why do bars want Sports Center and college football wrap-up and NFL, you know, NFL, NFL wrap-up or NFL Live or all the highlight shows? Why do you think bars want that content? Well, because Jimmy and Frank are going to sit there and they're going to have an extra cores Light draft waiting for the Michigan highlights, waiting for the Utah highlights, waiting for the SC highlights. Yeah, They're going to sit there and they're going to talk and they're going to debate and they're going to say, well, hey, you know what? USC and uh, Utah are both undefeated. Holy cow, we've got to, I wonder what happened in the Utah game. I wonder mm-hmm. what happened in the SC game. Mm-hmm. I wonder what happened in the BYU game. Like you sit there and you wait. It's It is proven that dudes will sit at the bar and wait for it. They'll order more quesadillos. Yes. They'll order more street tacos. They'll yeah. order more fries and beer. More Tex-Mex egg rolls. But if you have on Oregon State and your mom's technical eyelash-plucking school of technical institution and stuff. Oh, what are you talking about, man? They're not going to sit there. Yeah. That's why bars love highlight shows. Yeah. If you walk down Mill Avenue on a Saturday night in Tempe. And Arizona State's not playing. You're going to see a bunch of dudes standing outside of a bar because it's 100 degrees. You're going to see a bunch of dudes standing outside of a bar watching highlights on SportsCenter. I'm a man! Try it sometime. Trust me when I tell you. Trust me, bro. Why do you think like all of the Shake Shacks, the, 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 all the taco shacks, all the burger joints... Why do you think they all have outward-facing TVs mm-hmm. in warm weather climbs? Because dudes will stand there. Yes. In yes. Arizona, cold beers and cheeseburgers in Old Town Scottsdale. Yes. Has an entire row of TVs. Best. That you can stand on the sidewalk and you can watch. Yes. Because people will come in, people see it, they'll come in, they'll eat, they'll drink. Like, I'm telling you. Yes. It's this is the thing with the MLS deal, and and Shasak, I think that's a really good point. I just don't think you can compare the two. I really don't. And I think that's the that's the biggest question. Cougar tracks. It will be set up where BYU plays at 8.30 at night, followed by 11.30 by a pack game. I don't know about 11.30. 11.30 is a little late, bro. You know. Uh, the favorite Floridian. Oh, I already read that one, but I thank you for you know calling yourself what we call you. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, power troll on board. Okay. Is there a power troll on board? Kurt Myers, PBS, after the Lair, the Jim Lair News Hour, remember that? I think, isn't he dead? I think Jim Lair is dead. I could be wrong. Uh, As the pack uh, burns, badminton of the nines. Badminton of the nines. Okay, okay, I'm feeling it. Tom Dean, how are you, Tom? Uh, Teams don't leave a conference because they don't get X dollars per se. They leave because the competition is getting more And they want to keep up. I don't disagree with that. I don't think it. I I think that's exactly right. You're not going to leave a conference because of what you're getting. You're going to leave a conference because of what your competitors getting. Uh huh. And I think that makes a lot of sense. Saul Goodman says Brett Yormark is better is a better man than George K will ever be.
2: Nick Saban is a better man than you are.
1: Absolutely. Um. Let's see. Jeremy Callahan says call a rado. Uh okay. Colorado? Right. Okay. I'm not sure what you Good mean talk. About, I I don't I don't know what you mean by that. Um uh, the big three-legged R-rated superstar. Big Daddy Matt. That name's too long to read, dude. Says uh Apple sucks. Why do you, measure you like, it? Why do you hate Apple? How did How does Apple suck already? Are you an Android guy? Yeah, I don't I, you know. You know, Uh, rowdy every point gives us five dollars to say I ain't spending money for Apple TV. Plus, I own Android devices. I will happily watch Boise State versus Air Force here in Clemson, South Carolina. Kiss my butt. Congratulations, by the way, in Clemson on winning the ACC championship.
0: Yeah, that was a really great season, man.
1: Yeah, Um, you know.
0: The a- phenomenal
1: is- ACC stands for already Crown Clemson phenomenal uh, San Diego State Aztec warrior gives us a five dollar tip thank you very much I appreciate that always uh always appreciate the cash uh Jim Choice says thank you Marlon yes Marlon gifted memberships today um uh, zesties retro and games what percentage are you now on the pack losing teams I'm like 90-10, the pack's going to lose teams. Yeah. Now, are they going to collapse? That's a different conversation. Different conversation. Pete and Laura Hero say YouTube TV is not streaming its wireless cable package. Bro,
0: what are you talking about, bro? (laughs) Bro, what? This isn't a wireless. Okay, do
1: we really need to define what streaming is? I think... By the very definition of a wireless cable package, isn't that streaming? I don't know. I'm all in on YouTube TV. I'm a subscriber, you know. But hey, you go with you. Uh, Truck Stop Gumby. Monty's been covering the pack since the 50s. Well, (laughs) certainly since the expansion. And I never thought this conference would get here. Like it is stunning to me. And I know we say this all the time. But it is stunning to me. The Pac-12 is here. It, it like shocking, stunning, um, yeah, surprising, yeah, like, like just awestruck. Yeah, it because it's all self-inflicted. All of these issues, whether it's Comcast, the Holiday Bowl, like a, any of this other shit that's co- continually coming up. <laughs> the
0: Holiday like, Bowl. Nobody
1: liked Larry <laughs> Scott. He paid too much and spent too much and didn't You're make too- enough all self-inflicted. Lawyers in the replay booth, all self-inflicted. Every one of them, back of the envelope calculations, self-inflicted. Bro, you said lawyers in the replay booth, bro. If you think about the lengths that the Pac-12 has had to go to to screw it up this bad.
2: Back of the envelope calculations.
1: Think about how many mistakes they've made. Think about how much poor judgment. Think about... How many stupid checks have been and will be written? Yeah. How much money are you not making because of the stupid mistakes you made? Just think about that. Yeah. Think about how the Pac-12 got here because it is shocking. Yeah,
0: you gotta. They had to mess it
1: up a lot. Oh. There's no doubt, dude. dude. No doubt about it. You, you are not kidding at all, Jim Choi. Maybe it's just certain presidents like Stanford. I think, let's get into this conversation. Is streaming, is streaming the future of television?
0: Yes. Yes, it is.
1: Because there's a large swath of sports fandom that says it's not. Mm-hmm. There's a large swath of people. Granted, they, it's a lot of older Americans mm-hmm. that'll tell you, hey, streaming, oh, streaming, it's a fad. I mean, come on. Look at my collar. I, because it's garbage. You know. I got cufflinks and I got a mm. triple button. Like, mm. They're going to tell you that's not how I did it growing up and that's not how it's going to be for my grandkids and their kids. I don't see a scenario 10 years from now where people still plug a cable into the wall that doesn't provide them internet. It, you're not going to... I don't think you're going to have dishes on the outside of your house in 10 years. No. I don't believe that you'll have cable boxes on your on your entertainment centers i don't believe frankly the the industry has spent far too much money on smart tvs for streaming to just be kind of a fad that hangs around for a minute yeah i I don't see how that's possible yeah well and i
0: think the 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 obvious thing here is it is older folks saying that streaming is not the way even though they're in no position to talk about it, I mean, you know, you don't you don't use the product, you have no idea about the product. I can't tell you how many people are completely ignorant to how YouTube works, uh, from a creator standpoint. No, like, it's incredible to me how many people have no idea how YouTube works when it comes to the mechanics and you know all the stuff it takes to to create a good channel. And and I look at this and I say, okay, so. It used to be that, that, hey, you know, do we really need DVRs? I remember growing up when I was, I remember, I think it was like before I was even 10, this conversation was happening. Holy cow, do we need DVRs? That's, DVRs are not even possible. Can't do it, dude. It's like, it's just not possible. And then all of a sudden, DVRs rolled out and the TV, you know, the TV industry was revolutionized because nobody cares about commercials during their weekly episode of Friends. And so now it's like, we're doing this all over again. Now we're just not talking about skipping commercials. We're talking about leaving DirecTV all together. We're talking about leaving Dish Network all together. Yeah. And, and what's funny to me is everyone's like, "Oh, streaming just a fad." And you know, it's just it's just YouTube. Right. But that's why there's more streaming platforms you know, than TV networks now.
1: But I, I think it is uh, the level of comfort. I I'll be honest with you and tell you, I love my you know whatever. I think I have a seventy inch TV. Whatever the hell it is. I love my TV. Yeah, it's a big TV. But I watch far more content on my phone than I do anywhere else. Um, I whether that is TikTok, Twitter. By the way, Twitter streams a baseball game. By the way, like you, you have all of this content that's available to you on mobile phones. And I do think, and I don't know if it, if we if we want to call it baby boomers or whatever you want to call it or whatever you want to say it is or how old people are. yeah, I think your older generations, your 65 plus, have no desire to unplug their cable box from the TV and go to the internet.
0: And that's okay, right? I mean, I think that's the other thing here. It's okay if, if the older generation right now doesn't want to adjust because, frankly, they're no longer in their prime money-making years, right? Most of them, right? The TV industry, the Foxes and the ESPNs and the CBSs and the NBCs, they want 25 to 55 years
1: old making that bread, bro. That's what they want. And I don't know how you fix this because what I'm telling you is, I, and I don't mean to keep telling them, well, hey, here's who I know. <laughs> I, I, that's not what I'm trying to do. Everybody I know that works in the TV industry, which, by the way, I, I've, I've worked at Fox. I've worked at ESPN. I, know, like I have relationships across the industry. Mm-hmm. Everybody is is all in and pointed towards stream only the 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 days of satellite uplinks, sure you could still have dude in his backyard with with a massive satellite dish maybe that still is a thing i think we're moving away from that no. i think we are moving away i think direct tv i like you look at hbo or whatever what did they rebrand it as max max you look at max now i think max you if you want to watch succession you're gonna have to do it on 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 an app, mm-hmm. whether that's on your smart TV, your phone, your tablet, whatever that might be. I think the days of HBO is part of your entertainment bundle on your cable system. I think those days will come to an end, down the line. Boom. But comcast cable will absolutely still be a provider yeah direct i watch a lot of direct tv through an app on my phone i i have the Directv streaming app mm-hmm. on my phone i watch it all the time mm-hmm. i can watch my dvr on my phone that's the future that's what we're talking about so when we get into these conversations about streaming uh, or not streaming or the future i don't see a reality maybe even five years from now like espn it's a great example of this ESPN I think this it, it the term is DTC direct to consumer right I don't see a way that that ESPN is not direct to your phone, smart TV or tablet in the next three years
2: mm-hmm.
1: I think ESPN is going to give you the ability in the next three years to say, hey here's my 20 bucks a month give me everything you got UFC yes. WWE. Give me everything you have on my phone ESPN provides it SEC football roll tide mm-hmm. right Nick like SEC Saban is a better man than you are SEC football Big 12 football Big 12 basketball yeah. the NBA the NHL major it will all be on your phone 20 bucks a month, you get everything that they have. Mm -hmm. Furthermore, you look at what YouTube TV and the NFL Sunday ticket are doing. Dude, I don't know how many people saw the announcement this week. Everybody was really concerned about, hey, I wanna be able to watch games on multiple devices on Sunday ticket, like we could at DirecTV. YouTube TV said, hey, that's a really good idea, done. This week, YouTube TV said, you can stream on multiple devices with one account. So if you have your TV, your tablet, your phone, and let's say another, a smart screen. Because mm-hmm. now these smart displays are coming out. You can stream NFL Sunday Ticket, different games on all of those units. Like, I'm telling you folks, the infrastructure's in place. So you may think that streaming is, is not the, re- the reality or it's not the future. I'm here to tell you, I believe it's the only future.
0: Yeah, well, and I think the other thing is like, you know, reaching people is changing. Like how do, like the way that a, 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 a direct TV reaches people and reaches the same number of people is changing. You know, you think about where young people are at right now. There are a lot of people, I know plenty of people who simply don't have TVs, yeah. right? Who who live off their, their their MacBook Pros and their iPhones and their, and their droid based stuff. Like I know people like that and that's becoming more commonplace as the world gets more expensive. Like it's no secret. Like it's, it, people are being conservative with money. So we're not getting, hey, we're going out and buying 80 inch TVs left and right and TV, like we're not doing that anymore. We would rather
1: save the money, watch it on our phone and have a nice time. You know, yeah. like that's just what it is. Hundo P brah, um, I, I, I don't know. I'd love to hear from you guys. Do you believe that streaming is a fad or is it the future? Because I, it is, it's been pretty amazing over the last couple of weeks to see so many people saying, oh, it's a fad. It's a fad. We're mm-hmm. always going to have cable. We're, mm-hmm. like, and I, one guy compared it to NFTs. Another guy compared <laughs> it to crypto. But here's the thing. Who really was into NFTs? Non-fungible tokens. The 1%. The 1% or the guy who had billions. The Gary Vaynerchuks of the world. Those guys were into NFTs, right? Do you really understand how an NFT works? Do you know how to create an NFT? Nine out of 10 people do not. Completely different deal. But if I said to you, hey, I need you to pull up uh, YouTube on your phone. Could you do it in less than a minute? I I can absolutely do it in about 30 seconds. But I use YouTube every day. The garden variety consumer. And again, I'll just point you to Gen Z, the future of our country, right? Look at this right here. This is the most popular brands with Gen Z. Do you guys see what the top four are? Those are all streaming companies, man. YouTube, Google, Netflix, and Amazon. Those are all streaming companies. By the way, uh, is Walmart involved in streaming? Yeah, pretty heavily they are. Like you look up and down this list, man, and you look at the Nintendos of the world. By the way, I would also remind you, Look at the bottom of that list. Let me get this off the screen. Look at the bottom of that list right there. Look at number 20, Apple. That's a streaming business. Pixar creates streaming content. Look at all of the streamers. Disney's on that list. Instagram's on that list. Hulu's on that list. Nintendo, PlayStation, Look at all the streaming content that's on that list yes. and tell me that streaming isn't absolutely the future. Yes. And you look at this Pac-12 situation, you look at this Big 12 situation. Bro, if you're not streaming and you you look at Gen Z, who's the generation one after, after mine, me no, or after, after you. Millennials. So it's I'm I'm generation I'm Gen X. You're Gen X. You're millennial. A millennial. Gen Z is my kids. So the teenagers now, yes. the young people now that are going to power the future. Look at all of them on YouTube. Number one, 86% of Gen Z has a favorable outlook of YouTube. And then you're going to wonder why the Jake Pauls of the world have blown up. It's unbelievable to Non-rocket me. not rocket science. It's unbelievable that young people, they don't, I mean, when's the last time, if, if you have a 15-year-old in your house, how difficult is it to get them to sit down at the dinner table and forget that they have a phone? Furthermore, how difficult is it for you, your wife, or your husband? How difficult is it for you guys not to have your phones in your hand when you're sitting on the couch or you're eating dinner? Or, Because I can tell you, in my house, it's a battle. It's, it, like I have to consciously put my phone down and not think about it and have quality time with my wife. Mm-hmm. I, how many of us are addicted to our cell phones? And, and I think that's a vast majority of us. So then you look at the Pac-12 and this media deal with the Pac-12. I'm addicted to my cell phone and I'm a Pac-12 fan and I can't watch your content on my cell phone this, this next a That's year right from now. I won't be able to watch content on my phone. I can't fathom that. Yeah, Because I can watch baseball. I can watch the NBA. I can watch MLS. I can watch NHL. I can watch the Premier League. Like F1. F1. Over And oh, F1, how did F1, Formula One racing, how did F1 get to North America? Well, if you, if you really look at their arrival, uh, it was Netflix, Drive to Survive, a streaming show that's in season three or four now. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, and you know what they all do? And I know it's gonna sound crazy and you're probably not gonna believe me, but you should believe me. They all eat buck bars from Bucked yeah. Up, man. Look at it. Look at it. There it is. The salted uh caramel peanut buck bar. Boom. And it is spectacular. So many people were saying, Oh, you guys, you know, you're just talking about it. Dude, this bar is awesome. This is my favorite bar. It's got seventeen grams of protein, twelve net carbs, and only seven grams of fat. What are you best? And we talk about all the time the 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 ingredients in these bars i think are are a huge discussion point the number one ingredient and if you don't know this they list the ingredients by volume on the package of any food item that you're going to eat the number one ingredient in this bar whey protein isolate the number two ingredient whey protein concentrate i'm for real like when you get a protein bar i would think you want the very best ingredients including protein you get that you know what else i love you don't see a ton of uh raw sugar in these bars right you see tapioca fiber you see things like dark chocolate um you see potassium you see sea salt you see dates you see peanuts you see whole ingredients things like dates that help give you that sweeter taste that everybody loves nowadays that's not raw sugar that's not confection sugar, that's not gonna, you know, spike your insulin. And these bars are amazing, you guys. It is my go-to bar now. You can get them for free. Go and get a sampler pack of these bars. They'll send them right to your front door for free. In the description below, click the link. The bars are unbelievable. I've also got a description, a li- uh, link in the description for Buckshot, which by the way, we love them so much. Hey, why don't you get me a Buckshot out the fridge today?
0: can't do that dude
1: oh that's right we're out we ran through them whose job was it to replace them?
0: keep it real
1: wasn't mine i got we're them all in my, in my house, fridge bro. at home that's my man bad. That's my right bad. so my point is they're good we use them we're out of the buckshot that's what i love about bucked up their stuff works buckshot is long lasting clean energy that'll get you through your day Get them free in the description below. Click the link. They'll send them right to your door for free. Click the link on the bars. Get a sampler pack for free. They'll send them right to your door. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. And you tell them, hey, I heard you guys were the exclusive energy provider of the Monty Show. And they'll say, "Why? yes, we are. Uh, Matt Ritson gives us $2 to say Pac-12 Network should uh, switch to rabbit ear antennas. Well, like, rabbit ear antennas. Can I ask you, when's the last time you actually had rabbit ear antennas on your television? <laughs> As a kid.
0: As a kid, I, dude.
1: Like, I can't even... As a kid. I it. The thing about TV is it's so easy. You just flip on the TV. Yeah. And you don't even think about it. Because it's I, plugged in and everything's easy, man.
0: Yeah, and I think that the, the tough thing is, is I almost feel like the Pac-12 presidents sort of act in that way, right? Where they... They feel like, okay, linear is the most important, and streaming is just this sort of secondary thing. thing. It's not like, who cares, right? Like, who, who, like, like, it's not gonna end our existence. Like, it's all good, man. Like, but in reality, if the Pac 12 was smart, and I've, I've said this for a long time, if the Pac 12 really was innovative and really was an operator and was not scared to take some risk here, they would go in and just be a juggernaut with streaming. They would be on YouTube. They would be like, you would have done a deal with Google for all of your games. And the reason that's okay versus Apple or even Amazon is because of YouTube TV. So if I can get you on YouTube TV every single week, all of your games, even the ones that aren't on ESPN, let's say, then you're readily available to a ton of people. Like, is it is it not, like, it's not rocket science to say, okay, Gen Z is the one going into their college years. Gen Z is the one who are going to be your students. They're going to be your breadwinners. They're going to be the ones filling up your campuses. Would you not want to be marketing to them? By the way, the parents of Gen Z right now. Hi, yes, millennials. We are the ones powering the country now. Not Gen X, not, not baby boomers, right? Millennials are now the meat of the country's population so the idea that you think that you have to be all linear to me is crazy and and again i know i'm just the millennial on this show but the only reason that i have DirecTV right now at my house is because the jazz didn't didn't have a good tv deal where you could get them outside of DirecTV. like the jazz are another yeah. good example of this where ryan smith has said repeatedly He wants every Jazz fan to be able to watch every single game on any device they want to. And I love that out of Ryan Smith. Absolutely adore it. Love it. Love that mentality and mindset. And I hope they do go to the MSG style deal. I really do. But that's the kind of deal that will allow me to leave DirecTV. I want to leave DirecTV. I don't even enjoy DirecTV. I have a smart TV that works great on the Wi-Fi. I watch Amazon Prime. I used to watch Netflix. I watch YouTube. Like... I watch all this stuff yet here. I am having to wait on DirecTV because YouTube TV couldn't figure out an MLB deal or, or, or the jazz don't have a TV deal or like these just one off situations. So that's what I'm saying. Like streaming is coming and, and the more I think about it, like you mentioned the direct TV app. Like the one thing I love about YouTube TV is I don't need to think about like, hey, you know, my receiver at home and then an app on my phone. It's an app everywhere. It's the same product on any device. So whether I'm on desktop or my phone or my com- or, or, or my TV, it's the same thing every single time. There's reliability in it. So that's why I say like these presidents can sit here and, 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 and fool around with linear and, and struggle to get a TV deal. But the reality is you could have had a deal done, but it would require you to change your mindset and to to open yourself up to the idea that streaming is viable and things can happen, but you have to go out and sell the product. You have to go out and find the people. If you build it, they will come. If you're on stream, your views will come. And that's as that's just as simple as as it as it really is. And I don't think that. Yeah. I don't think there's any way around that. Honestly, no.
1: I, I and I and I would agree with that. I think it's one of those things where too many times, and I, I I would categorize that as common sense. I think too many times we get away from common sense, and whether it's hey how prevalent is streaming or all of the mistakes because I think a lot of the mistakes that were made in the Pac-12 are common sense. It, I, I whether it's your commissioner flying private everywhere, whether it's your commissioner renting. A multi million dollar suite in downtown San Francisco. I really don't care if you think it's us. One that was completely unnecessary, or you know, all of these expenditures, the 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 mistakes that the the Pac twelve has made, the the Comcast rebate. What it was common sense to let them know hey, you're overpaying us. Let's get this right. We did an audit. Here's the results. Would you guys like to do an audit? Like the common sensical business partnership. Yeah. All of these things are common sense, and yet the Pac-12 is not executed those. Yes, and I, I think those are those are absolutely the issue. Um, San Diego State Aztec Warrior says breaking news: George Klyavkov's next gig will be the official lot lizard of the truck stop conference, thanks to his back of the envelope calculations. Wow! of wow. The envelope calculations. Okay. Okay. There was just a lot lizard reference. Wow. And you paid for the lot lizard reference. Uh, Rowdy every point gives us $5. One last thing. If the Pac-12 goes streaming ESPN, Fox, and CBS Sports might not even show any highlights of the game, it will kill recruiting. Mm. Oh, I think they'll show highlights of the game. I I, I don't think think that's a problem at all. Yeah, it's going to kill recruiting because of reach. Your reach goes down significantly. So, of course, that's going to kill recruiting. Matt Ritson gives us $2, Pac-12 Network should uh, do rabbit ear antennas, so you paid us and you made that comment without paying us. Matt Mui, 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 Mua. I'm sorry. Who uh, the fuck is that guy? Gives us $2 and then two more to say big uh, 10 fans are not happy with the games on streaming. The, well, but frankly, the quality of game that's on stream Look at East Carolina at Michigan. Is that a game you should be excited to subscribe to Peacock for? Eh, probably not. Yeah. September yeah. 9th. But by the way, notice that all of these games are, are duos. September 2nd, there's two games on Peacock, one on NBC. Yeah. September 9th, there's two games on Peacock, one on NBC. The 16th, there's two games on Peacock, one on NBC. And then after that, when you get these these really big games, yeah. right? You get these really big games. Now all of a sudden, it's on NBC and it's on Peacock. Penn State, Michigan State, Michigan State, Ohio State. Like I wouldn't complain about that, but I'm not watching Delaware at Penn State. I I'm, I don't believe Penn because State should garbage. ever play another football game based on based on what happened with Paterno and Sandusky. So I wouldn't watch anyway. And I'm gonna say that every chance I get. Yeah. But Delaware at Penn State is not a headline game. East Carolina at Michigan, okay, that's more of a headline game. I'm not subscribing to Peacock to watch that game. Now Washington at Michigan State, dude, a that's a pretty game. good football game. A better game, yep. That's a pretty good football game. And let's not sit here and pretend um, that those are the best games. No, because when you have the best games on your TV, Are you guys ready for this? I hope you're ready for this. When you have the best games on TV, you need a calzone from Papa Murphy's. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do calzones.
0: Papa Murphy's does calzones? Oh, I think you mean I do the calzones. And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it?
1: How do I do it? Well, we do it with fresh ingredients and hand-shredded cheese tucked in a scratch-made dough. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. Hey,
2: don't forget the calzones.
1: Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. Dude, Papa bro. Murphy's has I mean, calzones. Dude, what else do we need to talk about, dude? Let's go. Like, come on, bro. Dude, I am a huge fan. Okay, so you guys may have noticed that... You
0: hit your driver a long way. I'm fat.
1: Fat? And I know it doesn't show on the camera, right? Yeah, black is slimming. I mean, that's why we wear black, right? Dude... Calzones and Pizza Puffs are very similar. I want it. When I was at the great old venerable Adelaide E. Stevenson High School in Prairie View, Illinois. Right. And they had the pizza puff with mayo. Hell yeah, I did. Dude, the pizza puff with mayo. Oh, it's phenomenal. Dude. But it only got better when I went to the good old uh, you know, good old cafeteria and found pizza puffs. And ranch dressing. I'm so bricked up right now. A Calzone? You get Calzone with marinara on top of it. Oh my God. Dude, the Calzones at Papa Murphy's. Unbelievable. Use the promo code Monty25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Trust me when I say Papa Murphy's Pizza does it right. Have you had. Again, get a calzone with an order of marinara meatballs. Maybe we do that. Jake's got a big game he's got to watch tonight. Utah softball versus the Washington Huskers. I'm telling you. Washington Huskies. You're not going to. Huskies. 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 Right. You know, right. they moved to. Nebraska. Waves in opposition. I was kidding. Anyway, Washington versus Utah. Jake's a huge Utah softball fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got to watch every pitch. Maybe it's calzones and and marinara meatballs tonight for the
0: for the big game.
1: <laughs> 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 gotta get the meaty balls, man. You yeah, know, yeah. at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code Monty twenty five to get twenty five percent off your purchase. Of twenty five dollars or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza, Renee Roca says heat and six. Where you at on uh, real quick? In the while you guys are all here, where are you guys at in heat and six? Uh, Capazzo, what's up? The GZ representing pepperoni and blue cheese with garlic okay, sauce. See, okay,
0: dude. You know we were having such a good show, and then you go and say
1: something like that. You know, and, and I don't <laughs> understand why why Capazzo. You roll in here after a quiet period. You roll in here with blue cheese, and I'm I'm going on about how I miss my favorite guy down in the GZ. Like, hey, you know Capazzo, Saint George. He's the the mayor and the king of Saint George. Have to, like, like, snap out of it a little he's, bit. He's a public servant. He's the dude. And then you got to roll out with blue cheese. Uh, I don't understand it. Ain't no reset. I know, uh, I don't understand I. Somebody needs to help me with it. Cougar Tracks says pineapple and Canadian bacon calzones are the best. I, dude, am I? Am I? Uh, who's arguing? Yeah, I'm not arguing, dude. Who, who's arguing? Pineapple and again. When's the
0: last time you had a calzone, dude? I haven't had a calzone in. I mean, I I it's don't been know too, how. Tonight,
1: like, I'm gonna have a calzone tonight. Yeah, dude. Cal, it's been a long time. Yeah, uh, you have to do it. You yeah. have to uh papa murphy's not selling enough marinara meatballs yeah dude to actually shoot new commercials ain't no reset i don't dude. Do you mean, if dude? you haven't had the marinara meatballs i'm telling you right now
0: bro you don't need to shoot a new meatball commercial
1: because they're bomb like it's
0: straightforward <laughs> bro uh,
1: i yeah renee roca Look at that calzones. That's what I'm saying, dude. Calzones are bomb, bro. Dude, they're incredible.
0: You butter that crust on the outside when you bake it, and it's just fat. it's just amazing.
1: Uh, Roger Dodger, Roger Sales, who I believe is going to be joining us at RSL NYCFC. Um, did he? Didn't he go to? Uh, yeah, Big O Tigers. Yes, he I did. Believe he did. Yes. Yeah, Roger. Yeah. Rogers, dude. The new T-shirt, bro. I saw a full mock-up of the new T-shirt I'm for so the up RSL right now. match. The we're bomb. Th- Dude, amazing. We were down at uh, Big O Tires and American Fork today talking to Ryan, talking about the RSL match that we're going to next Saturday, too. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Zag Club, baby.
1: It's going to be amazing. Roger will be there. He says, I'm a baby boomer and technology, dude, so I can relate to the latest tech. To the latest tech. That I like the slang you put on that, dude. Streaming is a future, but not in, it pre- in its present state. Need to subscribe to shows to watch, not services. Too many streaming options. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, Shooter Texas. Monty likes salty nuts in his bar. Sounds about right. Salty nuts. I'm, I, <laughs> I'm, whom I, I'm not here to argue. Uh, San Diego State. What's up, Glenn? Uh, volleyball chicks are hotter. Okay, don't start. Don't. Look. Dude. Glenn, first of all, it's not fair to compare women from San Diego to anybody else. It's frickin God. It's not fair. You're, you're comparing diamonds to cubic zirconias. Like, you can't. So get your facts straight. Stop it. Domino's sweet mango okay, habanero. Next comment next comment why, uh, why not, do you we're, say not, hurtful we're, not, things? We're, not, we're
0: not reading that kind of comment
1: Connor Johnson Pac-12 sucks Pac-12 sucks Pac-12 sucks louder Pac-12 sucks Pac-12 okay <laughs> you know Capazzo that's the only way you read my comments what are you talking about bro Capazzo we read your comments all the
0: time bro you're our
1: guy dude Uh, Drew Christensen, blue cheese is disgusting. Thank you, Drew. Connor Johnson, blue cheese slaps.
0: No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. No, no. No, sir. It's all good. No, no, no. Blue cheese is rotten. Yes, it is. That's right. Yes, it is. Uh, Oh, God. Mayor McCluskey. Jeremy Bolton, the mayor of Montytown. Would you rather? Oh, God. Oh, my. What now? (laughs) Let me tell you what now. Eat blue cheese or be the worst human being in the world. Be the worst human being in the world. Okay, fuck you. How's that? I, I'm not eating blue cheese, man. That's no, not happening, dude. I'm not eating blue cheese. San Diego State, you got a uh, thumbs up from Truck Stop Gumby on your volleyball <laughs> statement. You know. Uh, look, it's fine. Uh, Mick A says, don't forget the olives. Stop it, man. Oh, dear. Oh, my. Oh, why? Why would you do that? Sean Mirzinski, loved Calzones growing up. Yes. Stromboli or Calzone? Stromzone. Strombolis are good. Absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt. Uh, Saul Goodman, pockets. Calzones are pockets. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Rene Roca, I've been calling the series all playoffs. Rene Roca, as he reminds us regularly, never gets anything wrong. Uh, okay. He, he will struggle with size. I've heard that about it. Can honey. you measure wow. it? I've heard that. Uh, but, but they are honey badgers. I've heard that oh about Hiscock. Piscock. You, you know, <laughs> grow up. What? Grow up. Uh, Jimmy, do they have a Bacavo Calzone? Jimmy? Hey. Jimmy? Hey, Jimmy.
0: Jimmy? Jimmy,
1: come in here, bro. Don't start, Jimmy. Here I am. <laughs> Uh, Expedition Greg says SEC is unfortunately staying at eight conference games in 2024. Yeah, so, that's disappointing. It's a mistake. Yeah. I, I think it's a mistake, and I think playing nine conference games is, is absolutely imperative. We're gonna tell you why after you hear from the advocates. Getting knocked around in an accident is awful. That's why you need someone to look out for you. Call the advocates for your free consultation, and we'll keep you from getting knocked around. Can you eat strombolies while you go bowling? The Advocates, theadvocates.com. If you slip and fall on a bowling alley, reach out to the advocates, theadvocates.com. If you get hit while you're riding your bike, theadvocates.com. Did you get hurt at work today? Did you, your friends, your family, your loved ones, are they battling a workman's comp situation? Theadvocates.com. And the best part about the advocates is you do not pay unless and until they win your case. If they don't win your case, if they do not get you the, that, that outcome at the end, you don't pay the advocates. You don't pay for consultations. You don't pay retainers. Those are all free. You can chat with an attorney live online. Right now, you have nothing to lose at theadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it. On the Monty Show, I think nine conference games should be the minimum bar. And I think if you are the SEC, if you're the Big Ten, you don't have to do that georgia and alabama are going to be in or just about into the college football playoff every single year and now with expansion bama and Georgia are in every single year but if you're the big 10 don't you need nine conference games to get more than michigan ohio state in right and joe paterno that losers alma mater school they're going to probably get in as well but if you're indiana Don't you want another shot to beat Ohio State? Don't you want another shot to beat Michigan? And it should be nine games and then a conference championship game. Yes, yes, yes. Because I'm a big believer, and I don't care if it's a grind. It is what it is. If you truly are the best team in your conference, you'll run through that. Oh, you lost a championship game? Well, hopefully you played nine quality conference games, so you lost a championship game, but you're still eligible for the college football playoff. That's the bottom line. That's life in the SEC. My opinion is you have got to play nine conference games. I think it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Carlos, I pre-ordered my calzones from Papa Murphy's for the Washington-Michigan State game. Let's go. Boom. I'm telling Dude, calzones are amazing. Yeah. What's your, like, what's your go-to pizza order? I, I am sausage, mushroom, and onion. Nah. And I know you hate sausage. Yeah, but.
0: I, I, I'm, I'm much more the Hawaiian style. Love me, love me a good pineapple onion, maybe a little, little Canadian bacon. We're feeling crazy,
1: you know, but probably not. Um, why not just do regular bacon? Why, why, what is it about Justin Trudeau that makes you want Canadian?: bacon? <laughs> <laughs> Is it that you're a maple Leafs fan? No, I'm not. Not, not an Austin Matthews guy. The Big Lubbock. What's up, Big Lubbock, where you been, dude? Uh, I went to Papa Murphy's for the meatballs, and they were out. Oh no. That's terrible. Do for me. Terrible. Rowdy every point. Pepperoni, mushroom, and pineapple. Mm. Okay, that's not bad.
0: We're working closer.
1: Uh, how did we get into pizza now? Uh, chicken, onion, jalapeno, extra sauce. Um,
0: yes, yes, yes.
1: And I hope Mrs. Monty's not listening because this always ends poorly for me. I'm getting into jalapenos, dude. <laughs> we went. We Mrs. Monty and I try to go to the Break Sports Bar and Daybreak yeah. every Friday night. Kind of gotten away from that with golf and having to get up early on Saturdays and, you know, all the sex we're having. But anyway, the point is.
0: sex we're having. The
1: point is. The point is. I'm trying to eat more spicy food. And we went to, what's the name of that place in Holiday, the burrito place? Uh, Real Taqueria. uh, Yeah, I think so. Real Taqueria, whatever it is. Real Taqueria. Real Taqueria in Holiday. (laughs) And that woman tried to kill me. I think she wants the insurance money. Well. She don't love you. And I'll drop that mother Dude, I got, they had tamales, and I can never say no to tamales. Listen, if your mom, sister, brother, father make tamales in the bathtub, I'm in. Just call, give me, me the me address. Just send me the address. I'm I'll, in. I'll bring a $50 bill. We'll fill up the trunk. Like I love bathtub tamales when they're made right. Forget about it. I'm in. I'm all the way in. Why are we watching ESPNU? Uh, anyway, my point oh, is... You? You you don't know why we're watching ESPN, right now? I don't. Oh, because it's the Colorado spring. Let's go, game.
0: baby. Prime's huh. on
1: TV, dude. What is? Prime's
0: the, on TV, baby. Stay hard. You you. Are, <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> Anytime, dion's on TV. Oh, hey, bro, bro. Hold on a minute, man. <laughs> Let me pull the Subi over. Oh shit. <laughs> Coach Prime's on TV. Yeah, dude. Come on,
0: hop in, Prime.
1: Anyway, I am trying. To eat more spicy food, and yeah. I and I am, yeah. I am. Rick Forrester, stop it! Watermelon on pizza? No, no. Jeremy no. Callahan, real diarrhea, taqueria? No, dude, real taqueria is good. It is good. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Ottson, Jimmy. Uh, SEC should use extra league games as leverage for more Disney dough, or wait for the ACC teams to join. Otherwise, they will be asking for ten games next. Well, you ain't wrong about that. Oh God, Mayor McCluskey. Oh boy. Would you rather? Oh boy! Oh my! Put blue cheese and olives on a pizza, bullet. Or admit that Alex Caruso is the most overrated mid player in NBA history, All NBA Defensive Team. Just saying. That's every day. You ain't got to. You ain't got to love, but you can't hate. That's my guy, Matt Ritson, Calzone. Uh, calzone's Italian sausage, mushroom with marinara. Boom. Boom. You've got to get on You have got to get on the Italian sausage grind Because it is I'm not, dude <sighs> You can't have it all the time, man Rene Roca We used to buy tamales from the Walmart parking lot Stomach of steel Stomach of steel Last time we were in the great city of angels Los Angeles, California Uh, We were staying at my sister-in-law's house And some dude just comes up and Knocks on the door, and it's it's this Hispanic gentleman, distinguished looking dude, distinguished, and he had like a cart full of homemade tamales. My sister in law bought a bag of those pork tamales, dude. She, Here I am. She turned her head. I sucked those things down my throat. Whoa, whoa. I was all on that, man. Whoa. I was on that like flies on a pile of dung. Biscock. Dude, those were so good. That was not the same trip where I had rapid, painful, powerful diarrhea. That was on a $200 meal at Mastro's Ocean Club. Right, right. The tamales, no problem. No problem. No problem whatsoever. Uh, Gabriel, afternoon guys. Speaking of sauces, vodka sauce is underrated. It is terribly underrated uh Saul Goodman hot dogs with bacon wrapped around Mm -mm, I'm not a bacon guy I know I can't say it out loud I am I am not a bacon guy I don't do bacon I don't uh Gary Gary says pause bro uh adam says are we talking mexican food california burrito hands down it's carne asada burrito with french fries oh my god all day adam all day why i'm with you bro why would you bring that up i am with you why would you bring that up when i've got two hours until i can get out of this chair why would you do that it's not nice oh derek (laughs) oh derek mango habanero wings from buffalo wild wings are heroin they are so good yeah you'll need more but you'll pay for eating them dude but again, you get something really hot, dip it in ranch. Yes. You're good to go, man. What would I do without you? You know. You know. Um, Monty, did you miss the Yormark Big 12 News Media today? I did not. I'm on their email distribution list. Every day they're putting stuff out. They have, uh, Of course, they have media availability tomorrow. In the one hour, I am not available to do their media availability tomorrow. So I will have to watch highlights. I'm telling you. The Big 12 is running circles around people in this country. Brett Yomark is simply out operating, out maneuvering. Most people, yeah. He they created a commercial division today. Essentially, they created their own sales team today, and it they are their entire job is hey sell naming rights to our pro day in Dallas. Yeah, that's it. they created a division just for that.
0: Seems like a good idea. You know.
1: Uh, Archer says so many good Mexican spots in LA, dude. I've got a El, El Cholo. Um, I mean, there's a thousand of them. Taco Surf who's and hunting best, to Beach. Yeah, who's got the best margaritas? Because Taco Surf has a good one. Dude, you want to put a mango margarita in front of me all day? Mango margaritas Frozen. and steak tacos. Dude, I'm down. Let's go. I, you give me some street tacos and a mango margarita, I'm out. It's over. Kurt Myers. You won't let Jake answer the door anymore. Nah, man, because he doesn't know what a process server is. I need to explain. If you're new to the show, I'm not getting into it. I had a red light ticket on the last hour of the last day that they could enforce it. They sent a cop to my house with papers. And the cop's like, hey, it's fan-ass here. And Jake's like, hey, Chubbs, door's for you.
0: Hey, someone's at the door. Answer it.
1: Hey. Hey, fat ass, put down the sandwich. Let's go. Cops are here. (laughs) I believe was the exact quote. Dick ass. Rick says we need more taco trucks. Always. Uh, Montezuma's Revenge. See, San Diego, it's not just for eating tacos. (gasps) Saul. Fat tummy empanadas. Mm. What? Are you serious? Huntington Beach Taco Surf under renovation. Love that place. Love it. Uh, Gary says, Long Beach tacos slap. Mm. Truck stop, Gumby, fat. Yes. Yeah, dude. Yes. Yeah, uh, bro. Tom what? Tom Dean, frozen margaritas equal a brain freeze. All day. He won't do it. I'm not. We were in Mammoth, I believe this it was. This pissed me off
0: so much. We dude. were
1: in Mammoth. We we had snowboarded all morning. We go down to the, the town and get Mexican food and mango margarita.
0: Thoughts. I'm just macking on these nachos we got. Just and I'm like, dude, them. you need to chug this.
1: Chug it. Chug it. Chug- and he does. He gets a brain freeze. <laughs> <laughs> <Growing up. laughs> Jaron Echols, $5. Golf fun. Loved your golf training video. Keep up the amazing work, guys. Working on it. I need another lesson. I had a really rough round of golf at Mountain View yesterday. Yeah. And actually I didn't, although I put it into my little app thing with the Utah Golf Association, raised my fricking handicap to a 15. I had to explain to somebody, now I'm not going to name names who it was that I had to explain it to, why a 200-yard drive right down the middle of the fairway um, on a 460-yard hole or a 360-yard hole is not exactly ideal when you can't hit your irons at all. He's like, you just need to be happy. Or this person. It doesn't matter. It this was me.
0: person. It was me.
1: Who's like, you hey, just you have to be happy. Call. That's a good drive. That's right down
0: the middle, bro. Yeah, because you're the guy out on the course who's like, yeah, I can't hit my damn irons, so this is a terrible drive. And it's like, no, dude, the fact that you can't hit your irons has nothing to do with the drive. Nothing to do
1: with the drive. And by the way, for all you a-holes who told me to get hybrids, screw you. I can't hit a hybrid to save my life. Novel concept here.
0: I, I, I know I'm reinventing the wheel. You're in the rough. Probably should hit an iron. Just, I, I, know. I, I know. I when I, I know.
1: But, but I hit the- And there's the, nothing you can do to me to make me do it. Right? And I, ha- I hit the <laughs> hybrid better in the rough than I do on the fairway. <laughs> I should have snapped my hybrid in half yesterday. Just all person tennis game. Giggity. Drive for show, putt for dough. I can putt hey, fine.
0: Yes, he can.
1: But I dude, hand me a seven iron and it's like, okay, I don't sorry, I don't speak that language, man. <laughs> give me a yeah. give me a three wood. Can I just half ass a three wood up there? Cause I can't hit it. Dude, there are just yesterday was one no, I'm not talking about golf. We're not doing this. It's four twenty, bro. We should be doing other things, not those things. Uh cowboy country. I got three calzones for from Papa Murphy's. One for tonight, one for Saturday, and one for Sunday. Date, date night with the fiance tomorrow. Hey. 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 <laughs> hey. Uh, Archer Quick, much funner hitting the woods than the irons, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. I cannot, and, and you know what, I shouldn't say that. I go through stretches where I just can't hit my irons at all. And it's, in, I had a beautiful 200, probably 50, 60 yard drive down the right side of the fair, or the left side of the fairway yesterday. I went to hit an iron, I hit it like 15 yards into the rough left. Because it's garbage! Okay, you're an amateur, you're fat, it's like your 17th hole, you know, because who doesn't have 17 holes? Um, oh dear. oh my. Okay, I, I pick up the seven iron, walk up to it, hit it about 20 more yards. I will try to stay calm and not curse. Walked up with a, a a six iron or an eight iron, hit about ten more yards. That's what fucking takes me to fuck off, dude. I, ju- I almost lost my mind. Cougar Tracks said, uh, "Monty is a puttering golfer. I'm usually not." When I yesterday in the middle of my like, the problem is this course we went to doesn't have a a, a driving range or warm up area, and I need I'm like I need twenty yeah. swings before I play. Yeah. Third and fourth hole were absolute... The second and third hole were absolute failures. Uh, Four, five, six were really good. Seven and eight, shit show. Nine, we lift weights, so we drive the ball 300 yards right down the middle of the fairway. It was beautiful. Seven iron, right down the middle of the fairway to the lip of the green. Pull out... I I pitch really well. Pull out the pitching pitching wedge, blast it over the green because you're a fucking (laughs) asshole. Like, it was so... <laughs> beautiful drive. Beautiful 7 iron. Disastrous pitching wedge. Don't like all <laughs> I all I have in this world is my putter and my chipper. Oh. Pulled out the pitching wedge and all just All I have in this world is my balls and my woods. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> you ever hit one of those balls with your wedge and you're like <laughs> All right, peace out, dude. Enjoy the flight. It was nice playing with you. I'll
0: get another one out of the bag.
1: Hey, I hope the guy who picks you up is far better than me. Because we're done. <laughs> we're done. Oh my god, it was terrible. And I I I played eighteen and shot ninety eight. It was a brutal round. The,
0: the, the best part is, is that I play irons well and can't hit a wood to save my life. That's the
1: best part of it. Can't putt to save my life either. I, you know what it is mentally I think I get tired playing 18 I think I get tired playing 18 so Mr. Preston says I have a guy who comes uh, by my work every other week selling homemade tamales I've had them for the last 14 years amazing I'll get his number best I've ever had dude it's amazing yeah uh, Dallin Sproles says don't worry shot my first 98 last week Dude, down. we should play it, bro Tom Dean, Monty has four years of golf eligibility left, and I should use it. <laughs> Charlie Arnett, senior swing on Instagram, it's not that bad. It's not, and you guys are going to think, again, I'm self-aggrandizing. Here we go, fat ass talking about it. <laughs> but as I've lost weight, my, it's, I think I was, I've lost about 17 pounds. As of this morning, I've lost 17 pounds since I started playing golf. It changes your swing. I don't know how other to say it than it changes your swing. It changes your swing. Yeah. Because right now, no, I'm not talking about golf swings. We are, but I'm not. Sam Critchfield. Uh, Got to keep some buckshot for the back dude, nine. You're not even you playing dude, with joke.
0: that, bro.
1: You joke. I drink one before when I start. I should. I'm not even kidding. I am not even kidding. Brady Cook. Golf is so up in... Uh, is up and now one minute you're good in the next you're struggling man it's the game dude the truth it's the game playing canyons tomorrow morning in park city our official golf club here on the Monty show you guys probably
0: official club of me shooting 120 yeah you're right yeah it's it's i had
1: a rough outing last time i shot a. we played nine i shot a 53 at canyons but it to be fair those greens are pga greens like they're tough greens at canyons and dude i i want to play it differently tomorrow you can't be, like, there are
0: certain holes you have to hit driver. But there are other holes where you could hit long iron, yeah.
1: three wood,
0: you know, and, and maybe be a little more accurate.
1: You know, I'm, t- yeah, you're not wrong. You're not, I mean, there's a lot more three wood and and hybrid on that course than you'd like to admit. Yeah. But, and that's the other thing. When my three wood's good, forget it. Yeah. I, I am, all I ask, I don't want to be a little scratch golfer. I just want to have a chance at a birdie every hole I play.
0: And you did have a couple of chances.
1: I had my my pitching wedge let me down yesterday. You yeah. guys don't care about this. Uh, Reister says, Monty looks like a bowler, not a golfer. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, dude. But wait. Cash me outside in September and we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Dean, PGA on Apple TV+. Plus. We were watching it today. Yeah. Yeah, how about my uh, my guy Jordan Spieth actually playing well? Uh, Kurt Myers, did you see the OI AI? Oh AI? Oh, oh Al Pacino? Al, yeah. Al Pacino yeah. is having a Why is this? Somebody needs to. Like, I like
0: that dude came out and was like, "I didn't know that I could get people pregnant." What do you mean <laughs> you didn't know that you could get people pregnant, bro? What
1: What do you mean? She's twenty nine. Like What did we talk about with Bobby D last week? Dude. Robert De Niro, same thing. Pounding box like a porn star, having a kid <laughs> at, seven, what was he, 79? Something like that, yeah. What the, that, that is unfair to that kid. Because yeah. you're 83, you're 80, 83, Pacino. 20 years when your kid graduates college, you're going to be dead. Yeah. 10 years when your kid hasn't even gone to high school yet, you're probably going to be dead. How fair or unfair is that? Now... The mother is, is a young lady. She is in her 20s, if memory serves. So her mom will be there, or he or she's mom will be there. But your father won't be there. You're not getting walked down the aisle by Al Pacino. And if you are, he's probably peeing himself out of his wheelchair. Right? He's like, 83. He's 83, yeah. That's, oh, 29, mama's 29. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It it it. it you know. Come on. 801 West Valley says, shout out to them for still getting it up. I guess. Okay. Uh, Reister, the pool boy, will raise the boy well. <laughs> wow. Uh, Sean Mirzinski, who has a kid in their 80s, dude? I wanna, what I'm saying. I want to be throwing my back out with my driver Please. In, when I'm 80. Mrs. Monty and I, come on now. You know. Um, <laughs> salty drunk, still salty. All the way from Melbourne, Australia, Mike. Loving the elite NBA coverage as usual. Let's do another hindsight draft. <laughs> hey, bro, you're the one who started that, not us. Not us. Don't even. Tom Dean says, Bli- uh, blue pill, baby. Uh, Jared Eccles says, canyons is tough. Have you been to canyons? It's a
0: beautiful course, though, dude. I mean, the fairways, the way the rough is cut, like... The holes, them. It, I mean, it's a. I it love playing there, dude. It
1: is lush. It is green. It is soft. The only thing that's difficult about canyons is the fairways can be tight at the turn, and the greens are the greens are multi-tier. Um, and you have to really, you have to really. The thing about the greens at Canyons Resort in Park City, the Canyons Golf Course in Park City, you have to be very good with your shot into the green. Yeah. Your 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 approach to the green has to be because if you're on the there's several greens where if you're if you're short you're screwed. Yeah. If you land short of the pin it's going to roll right back to you. If you land long it's going to you're going to wind up having to putt down a level. Right? And you're ta- that's the only thing I would say, but it's fun, enjoyable golf. It's beautiful. The course is well manicured, the rock super formations super quiet. Uh, silent. Silent. And the staff is great. Like Canyons, I'd play Canyons every day if I could. Their carts are grade A. Yeah, just totally. Um, All right. Why don't we talk about the NBA Finals? Because the NBA Finals do tip off tonight. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I think is very interesting what will the ratings for this game be? Because if you're the NBA, Jake, how are you not terrified of this series? Yeah, I think that,
0: you know, Miami versus Denver is really interesting. Like, from a straight-up basketball enthusiast perspective, someone who loves the game, loves the matchups, you know, loves the game within the game, Uh, I love this series. I I think there's matchups all over the place. I think, you know, the the Jokic-Bam matchup, I think, you know, the Jimmy-Aaron-Gordon matchup, like, there are matchups all over the place in this series, but I have to say, Denver and Miami nationally... leaves a lot to be desired for the greater casual NBA observer. Someone who's like, Oh yeah, uh, I just got home from a long ass day sitting in my cubicle all day. Is there anything on tonight? Like the person who's like that kind of unplugged person who is going to watch a big matchup because they know it's Lakers Celtics or it's like, you know, some nameplate against another nameplate. I don't know that that person is so enthused about Miami and Denver. Like, it doesn't have that that fire it doesn't like you if you say you know warriors lakers celtics warriors uh you know bulls you know celtics or whatever like i, I don't know man like major market major market teams the casual fan is going to be engaged now are they going to sell out buildings of course the nba finals are always sold out it's a great place to go you know it's a lot of fun but I just, I'm not convinced that your garden variety basketball fan is going to be scintillated by Jokic's game or is going to be scintillated by some, some casual matchup. I'm, I'm just not convinced of it. And we saw it in, in, at the college level, you know, you look at UConn and San Diego state. Oh my God. What a Cinderella story San Diego state is, but nobody watched because nobody cares about UConn and San Diego state, right? So that's the trouble I have. By the way, no LeBron, no Steph, no Kadizzle. We get Jokic and Jimmy Butler, right? Ye of Michael Jordan's blood. Like, okay, great. Like, cool. I'm just telling you guys, like the viewership on this, I think there is a real chance that it could be much lower and the NBA season could kind of go out just chilling. Whereas like with the NHL, I think the NHL is always going to do what it does because the NHL has this fan base where it's the Stanley Cup final. And if you know anything about hockey, you know that the hockey playoffs are bomb. It doesn't matter who's playing. They're really good. And this year, there's been some terrible games. That last game with Dallas and Vegas was terrible. Six-nothing loss. Like, that's embarrassing in hockey terms. But overall, you just know the Stanley Cup final and the Stanley Cup playoffs are really good. It doesn't work that way for the NBA. There yeah. are some matchups that just are not good. So, yeah, I don't think that the viewership is going to be is going to be great. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the NBA has done such a good job marketing and such a good job of storytelling and getting the word out there that you know a, a bunch of people are going to watch. But my instinct says that this will be a lower viewership finals.
1: Yeah, I I am I'm a I am concerned about the viewership because I think it's terrible for the NBA, and I I think. And it's not that I don't like Denver, or it's not that I don't like Miami. And I think Miami has proven to be um, a major market in this league. But I think when you when you look at the way that this league is is built, its brand, it's not built on small markets like Denver. And with all due respect to the Utahs and the San Antonios, I don't think that those are the draws in this league. And you you look at we talk about reach, like what have we been talking about for months and months and months now with the Pac-12? If it's a game of reach. How many homes can I get into? Frankly, it's a a volume problem. And I think in Denver and to a lesser extent Miami, I think those are smaller NBA markets. And I, I would say the same thing about Orlando. I would say the same thing about Charlotte. I don't think two smaller market teams is good for the NBA. I don't think it's good for its partners. I don't think it's good for its brands. And I think it's gonna be a great series. I think that the quality of basketball is going to be very high. I think this is going to be a long series. But is this a good series, a good series for the NBA? I don't necessarily believe it is because yeah. I think it lacks sex appeal. Yeah, And it'll be interesting to see how many people tune in, how many Chicago's, New York's, L.A.'s, Washington's, you know, like how many Dallas, how many in Houston, how many in San Antonio, Milwaukee, Cleveland, like the major markets that – you know, are around the NBA, how many tune in, right? How many Salt Lake City residents are going to even know the NBA finals are tipping off tonight? I think that's a really huge question. And San Antonio is another one, right? How many people in San Antonio are watching the finals because of Victor Wambanyama, They know they're taking him. They're excited about the NBA. Maybe that brings more eyes to the TV. Yeah. I don't know. But what I do know is these are two small market teams and I think you are going to have a limited audience size because you're not, you're not getting Golden State here. You're not. You're. You're not getting Golden State in Cleveland. There is no massive star power. And again, with with all due respect to Nikola Jokic and Jimmy Butler, are those really the brightest stars in the NBA? Are those big? Is Nikola Jokic a big name in every NBA household? No, he's not. <laughs> Jamal Murray's not. <clears throat> Jimmy Butler, probably to a, a more of an extent, is. But by the way, who's the second best player on the Miami Heat? Half of the country doesn't know who the best player on the Miami Heat is. How many of them you think know who the second best player is? How many know how to say or even pronounce Bam Adebayo or know who that is? I don't know.
0: Anybody know the joke running around Gaucho Gabe, Duncan well, Robinson, right?
1: Like, oh, wait, like, wait, our bad. See, he's a small market player. Gary says it's Himothy Butler, not Jimmy. My bad. Be better, see? dude. See, it's, but see there, this he's, is a problem. He, it's a small market. Himothy Butler. You know, I, I just think it is one of those things where you, it, in this league where it's a player's league now, sure, I'm a Bulls fan. I'm from Chicago. Great.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm a Devin Booker guy. I'm a Devin Booker fan. There, there's, there's no question about that. That's my favorite player, right? So I am going to watch Devin Booker. I'm going to watch Phoenix Suns basketball because of Devin Booker. Yeah. I'm going to watch the Chicago Bulls cuz that's my squad, but I'm watching Phoenix Suns games. I'm watching if the Golden State Warriors are on with Steph I'm watching. I'm watching if and especially now that KD's in Phoenix, I'm watching. Yeah. If Kevin Durant's playing basketball, I'm watching, right? Yep. If Nikola Jokic is playing basketball and it happens to be on, yeah, maybe. But there's a pretty good chance I'm flipping that off. Yeah. If if Jimmy Butler's on and it's the playoffs, how are you turning that off? Yeah. But, boy, if it was Boston and you hate to say it, the Lakers, Golden State. The Suns. Even Dallas with with Lucas whining, crying ass. I'd yeah. be watching. Right? But, hey. Kurt Meyer says, damn, you guys are ruining the game. We tune in for tune in for the flops. True. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely right. Hey, but right. they're
0: trying to legislate that out of the game.
1: That's absolutely right. Um is Miami really that small time? This is an interesting discussion. As an NBA town, Miami's pretty good. You get a lot of luminaries. It's it's Wade County, Florida, it's DJ Khaled, like totally get that. It's going to be lit. But how many people in Little Havana? How many people in Fort Lauderdale? How many 79-year-old wrinkled white guys are watching the NBA in Fort Lauderdale? (coughs) I don't think it's a lot. And I've had this argument with people in Miami. I don't think it's a... I don't think... Is it a good sports town? Absolutely. Yes. Is it a major market? Yeah, I don't know that I can
0: say that. It's not New York. It's not Uh, Chicago. It's not L.A. Yeah, I
1: don't... I I don't know. I don't know, man, if that's the case. I I really don't. I, I don't think, and this is just me, I don't know that I can say with all certainty that... I don't think I can say with all certainty Miami is a is a major market.
0: Yeah, and I think the problem is is that, again, there's not star power in this series. Like, yeah, sure, sure, <laughs> Jokic is an MVP. Yeah,
1: but not a household name. San Diego State says just enjoy the damn game. Ah, it's hard for me to do that. Yeah. I'm not excited about the you NBA also, Finals. <clears throat>
0: you need to understand that when you do a show, you don't, you don't watch the game like a fan watches the game. Not to say that we watch the game better or something. It's just different. Like, you're looking for... You're looking for little things you're looking for angles you're looking for for conversation points so so i'm not just flipping it on and then on my phone the whole time and just watching for the highlights or something you know what i mean like like just enjoy the game yes but at the same time i'd like to be able to talk about lebron not shooting well i'd like to be able to talk about jason tatum not being clutch i'd like to be able to talk about the fact that jaylen brown is not a super max player because he can't go left right But I don't get to talk about those things because it's the Nuggets and it's Miami, and both of these teams are pretty equal, and both of these teams lack LeBron James or Kevin Durant or some huge name. That's just the reality of the situation. So we can sit here and say, yeah, just enjoy the game, and I will. But. I'm not going to beat around the bush that it's not Los Angeles and New York. It's not some
1: amazing NBA final. Yeah, and I'm not trying to be a hater, you guys. I'm not trying to be a hater. I I truly am not. Uh, Dallin Sproul says, um, Bam second during regular season. Caleb Martin during the post. Caleb Martin's been been great. hot, dude. Does anybody know who Caleb Martin is? Does anybody know that he's got a twin, you know?
0: No, they don't because he was undrafted and he's not a star.
1: You know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it just, it's, you know, nobody knows that. Yeah. Nobody knows that. It's amazing. Uh, And donuts. Pat Riley looking for another ring would be a great story. Would be a great story. Totally agree with you. But I I think it's interesting on the Caleb Martin front. Like, what about Gabe Vincent? What about this Duncan Robinson stuff? What about Tyler Hero possibly playing in game two?
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Like, how many people are actually talking about that stuff? Yeah, you flip on Sports Center and Woj is talking about it, right? And again, you know, I'll go. Where's Jimmy? Jimmy's right there? I'm not saying that Miami is small time, or I, I'm not saying any of that. On a on a national scale, will Miami, Denver do big numbers or do consequential numbers? Will it be a larger viewership or will ratings be down? That I, I mean, that's yeah. a question. Yeah. Uh, Delaric says Miami is a major market for only basketball. Would uh, what I would say? Yeah,
0: I think the be. Dolphins
1: do well when the Dolphins do well. Um, it's not a baseball town. I no. mean, the Marlins are an embarrassment, right? I, I, that's the team the that state should,
0: is not a baseball state. No,
1: not at all. That's a team that should be moving. Right, but if you look at Hurricane Football, Miami Hurricane Football, Miami Hurricane Basketball, dude, it's more you it's a hockey at state than anything, dude. Florida Panthers, like, I mean, they 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 do well in sports. Tampa no Bay doubt. Lightning. Yeah, uh, Mike Phillips, Denver number fifteen, Miami seventeen. Yeah, I I just think they're smaller markets, you know. Um, Big Daddy Magic says Miami has major babes. They do. <laughs> Uh, McCluskey. Oh, I'll talk about LaCaren sucking all day long. LaCaren. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Excuse me, it's flop. I do like it. Uh, Mike Phillips. Denver, 1.8 million. Miami, 1.7 million TV market size. You ain't wrong. Yeah. You ain't wrong. Uh, Ruff's official says the haters show. Mayor McCluskey. Oh, hey, Ruff's right on cue.
2: <laughs> exactly. Sorry if you're offended by that.
1: Exactly. Uh, Kurt Meyer, so travel in the key and the Euro five step. I am not the guy I don't look, I think they should legislate flopping out of the game. Yeah. Everybody flops. Do you think, oh, LeBron's not playing, so there'll be no flopping in the finals? Right? Because LeBron's not there. He's the only one in the NBA that flops. He's not. You're gonna see a ton of it. Yeah. And they should legislate it out yeah. of the NBA. Yeah. It's not LeBron's fault. Guess what? They blow the whistle for him. That's why he and everybody else does it. Yeah. Uh Dallin says the Heat have three championships as a franchise. Only Spurs, Warriors, Lakers, Celtics, and Bulls have more. I don't think anybody is saying that the Heat are a bad organization. We're having two different discussions. Dude, LeBron and D. Wade in
0: as Miami Heat was iconic. Shaq and D. Wade. Shaq and D. Wade. Like iconic. We're not there
1: anymore shooter texas san antonio during the years with duncan parker and manu those were fun games but to you watch. see
0: my point so okay so there's a fair point to be made hey if you're a small market team and you have stars like that you can overcome being a smaller market you absolutely. can absolutely absolutely you can do that no question about it but no star power smaller market that's not going to work out too well for you
1: yeah and i i just think it's it is and look this is just my opinion I just think that if we're talking about ratings and we're talking about the hows and the what's and the whys and you guys, ratings are a very mechanical being. It is simply turn on the TV. What are you watching? Okay, you count. How many people are going to flip on the TV to watch the NBA Finals? That's what I'm talking about with with Miami and and Denver. It's not they suck or it's boring. How many people are going to watch the NBA Finals? And I think it'll be. I think it will be lower. I think it will be lower. Uh, Adam says maybe you can talk about the way Jokic carries uh, an EpiPen in his pocket during games, just in case someone is allergic to nuts after dunking on them.
0: Well, I don't know who Jokic is. J O C I C. I don't know who that is. Uh, I
1: mean, Jokic. I, I don't know who that is. You know. <laughs> uh, Monty and Jake are succeeding at being haters without trying. They're just built different. And You know, I roll out of bed hating people. Ain't nothing, uh, no Dallin Sproul, Caleb Barton was a star in college. Yes, he does, was. Does anybody know that? Does a garden variety apparently, NBA fan know apparently that?
0: Apparently NBA executives didn't know that either.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Alan uh, or Elaine Train says Quentin Grimes is my favorite player. Nice, that's one way to go. <laughs> Scott of Graywater. Now, if Jalen Green was in the finals, the ratings would be fire. Mm-hmm. Why Jalen Green? Wh- why? Why? Uh, big Daddy Magic. Monty is not a hater. He's the real big deal in the podcast business. My podcast is tiny. This show, you know, we do all right. Yeah, we don't do a podcast. We tried to you, explain though. that to somebody. Okay, Delaric says, bring back 5K fines for flopping. They're instituting fines in the NBA for flopping. Brandon Butler, what's up? Uh, Ratings will be down. NBA markets, players, not teams. NFL markets, teams, not players. When your stars are eliminated, you reap what you sow. dude. Facts. Man, I, mean, I mean, I couldn't agree more. You're wrong about that. Jim Choi says, "Pat and Pat Riley, we trust. Renee Roca still a larger holdover of Heat fans from the big three years. Oh, that's true. Yeah,
0: I don't disagree with that. That's true. Yeah.
1: See, Kaufman, it sounds to me if the NBA teams in the finals don't have big names, they don't, uh, won't be watching the NBA finals. I think that's true. Like, I think it's going to be good basketball. I'm looking forward to watching it with my calzone and meatballs. I am. I'm, you think I'm, I'm getting calzone tonight? Dilly, dilly. I'm doing it. And you can't tell me no. I will do it. Um, you know, Salty Drunk says who cares what the ratings will be. Well, that's a huge talking point in this market. In this country, when you have a massive amount, do you guys understand that the TV partners pay billions of dollars a year to put NBA games on TV? They care. The business model needs big ratings. They need big ratings. It's a competition where all teams should have a chance of winning. Otherwise, let's just make it four-teams competition. Dude, every team has a chance of winning. That doesn't mean every team wants to win. That's right. That's right. That's what I'm saying. So, it is what it is. Uh, all right. Monty makes you money sometimes, occasionally. Is the name in the city. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude, Shador and Dion were on he the two at the same sitting time, in. bro.
1: Jake is literally sitting here naked from the waist down. Because <laughs> Shador and Deion are on. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Deion Sanders. Oh, my God. Just like that. Let's oh. get bucked up, bro. Yeah. Yep. Like, yep. Deion. I'm so and, bricked up right look, now. They scored
0: 39 points in the spring game. They're winning a natty, guys. 12-0 in the pack. Damn
1: Well, they're going to win two games, maybe. I'll give them three. Yeah. Monty makes you money, the Miami Heat. Game one in the NBA Finals at the Denver Nuggets. Minus eight and a half, 219, 630 on ABC. Mm-hmm. Jake, what do you like in this series?
0: Yeah, I think the the test is going to be, you know... Does Jimmy Butler get tired at the end? That's what I think is really interesting because he carries them at the end. We all know that. That's where the legendary Himothy came from, right? Like you, you think about you know his performance late in games, and that's what's brought them wins. And I think that they're going to need that same kind of formula. I don't know how Bam is going to slow down Jokic.
1: I don't know what they're doing about Jokic. And you don't. And this, I'll go back to this on Denver. Uh huh. You don't need to stop Nikola Jokic. Mm. Let him score 50, who cares? The guy you cannot let get loose is Jamal Murray. Put your assets into stopping Jamal Murray and you will beat the Denver Nuggets. Why did the Lakers lose to the Nuggets? Couldn't stop Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray, Murray tortured them. And if you, if you look at the Denver Phoenix series, Jamal Murray tortured the Suns, couldn't stop them. You wanna beat Denver, it's not Nikola Jokic. I'm telling you, as sure as your mom birthed you out the, the, the canal. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Uh, as sure as we are all watching this show, it is not Nikola Jokic. It is absolutely, positively Jamal Murray. Yeah. Having said that, Himmy and the Heat will cover the nine. It's a little electric okay, shock bro? or something. Dude,
0: eh? are you okay?
1: Himmy and so the Heat. So don't even think about messing with me. We'll cover the nine. I think Denver wins wins the game. I think they take a 1-0 series lead.
0: Yeah, I think uh I think Miami's going to win this game. I think that the Nuggets are going to come out rusty. I think they will not shoot well in the first half because they've been off for so long.
1: Man, that's an interesting talking point.
0: And I think that Miami comes out and takes this game under the 220 and goes up one nothing
1: and kind of rocks the boat a little bit. I think Denver is going to have a much better second half. Now understand they're 34 and 7 at home. Remember yeah. altitude here. But if you look back, they it Denver has not played since May 22nd. Yeah. 10 days. Yeah. Guys, Denver has not played since May 22nd. Yeah. They've just been chilling in the cut. And you look at Miami, and Miami has had to grind and grind. They went through that series, obviously, with Boston. Their last game was three days ago they played. They're sharper. They're more ready. I think, interestingly enough, one of the things, and, and this is too much, sports science did a thing on what has more impact dry climate players the denver nuggets going to humid tough to breathe thick air miami or humid tough to breathe thick air miami going to dry denver it has to be going to denver it has to be most people believe it's denver going to miami really yes because and i can attest this living in salt lake city having lived in arizona It is really difficult when humidity humidity kicks up. You sweat, and here's the thing, you don't sweat nearly as much at high altitude, even though you're working hard, and you are working hard, playing in the NBA, right? You're working really hard. You don't sweat nearly as much. You burn more calories because your heart and your lungs have to work harder at altitude and it's dry But when you go to humidity, flat land, sea level humidity, you sweat more. You have to constantly rehydrate. And it's more taxing on your your system than going and playing at altitude. Here's the other thing. Miami went straight from Boston. Did they go back to Miami? No. They went straight to no. Yeah,
0: remember they had their plane booked and everyone was all pissed about it?
1: Oh, that's right. They're prepared. This is going to be interesting. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, look who's in. Jet Wayman, who I still owe a ribeye steak. I think this goes six and Denver wins its first championship. See, that makes a lot of sense to me. Damn, we can't bet double or nothing. I think, I think you're right. This feels like six in Denver to me, but I, I, I honestly think these are a couple of point games. I don't think that this is a blowout series. So, you're thinking Denver's winning their championship on the road? I do. Because the thing that worries me is at some point, and I think it'll be the second half tonight, I do believe that Denver kicks in the gear and wins this game. I do believe. And I, I, I mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mori Alvarez. Mori, the Floridian. Floridian, who is from Utah. It's harder to breathe in humidity than altitude, in my opinion. And I think it's a major factor in this series. Yeah. I think, and I, this is going to sound, oh, wow, bro, thanks for stating the obvious, <laughs> badass. Who's the first home team to lose a game in this series? Because that could very well determine yeah, it. Yeah, I'm saying Denver is tonight. That could very well determine it. You think Denver? I think, Denver I think if Denver time. loses tonight, they lose the series. Mm. I think cuz it's I think it's going to be really hard for them.
0: I think Miami doesn't have a choice they'll lose this series if they don't win tonight. I think you have to steal one in mm. Denver and get the job done cuz tomorrow or not tomorrow, the next game, game 2, Denver's going to be good to go. So you got to you got to jump on
1: them and what it what has Miami been doing to people? Stealing game 1 on the road. Yeah. Yep, Boyd Lake, I totally disagree. Easier to breathe than stay hydrated in humidity. No, the issue is, and I don't disagree. In dry climates and at altitude, dehydration is a huge issue. But you assimilate to that. And when you are a highly trained athlete and you are living in an elevated dry climate, you're constantly training for that. Yeah. Right? You're constantly training for that. But what are you breathing? Think about this. And this is not me. This is sports science talking about this. Yeah you're breathing thin dry air what are you breathing in miami really dense thick moist air your lungs have to really work hard your lungs at altitude restrict like it they it gets tough it's hard to expand your lungs like it's the exact opposite it at sea level it's really tough for your lungs to process all of the humid- humidity, all the moisture that's in the air. Yeah, dude, I, I'm, ex- I'm that to me, and this is how this is who I am. That's the most exciting thing. Here. Yes, that's the most exciting thing. I'm yes. excited about that. John Penrod says it's the heat for me. I'm not going to doubt them. Well, you're not wrong too, because Hemi is him. Yes. Like the way they've, yeah, dude. The way they've, the way they've gone. I, I, I don't think that's. I don't think you're wrong at all. Uh, MJ Bassett says, hit the like button. Casuals, great show, guys. MJ, appreciate you uh, very much. Thank you uh, for the tip. Thank you, everybody, for the tip. Um, let's see. Salty says, although uh, Butler gets nearly as many calls as LeBron, so it may be close. He gets a ton. He gets it and. Jimmy Butler gets a lot of touch fouls. Like, he'll go up, and a guy will just, like, tap, and they'll blow the whistle. And it's always that foul. You know that foul? Like, and it's going to be Michael Porter Jr., who I think spends a lot of time on him, too.
0: Oh. No, I didn't
1: do anything, bro. What's the whistle? Little touch fouls. By the way, did you guys see the NBA official controversy? Mm. They are putting... Or they you, it's a reward to officiate the NBA Finals. Yeah. And they are taking an NBA Finals official out because he used a burner account to defend himself and other officials on Twitter yeah. and social media. Eric Lewis. Yes. Who is a veteran official. A veteran official is out. Here's a question though. Why do we need Scott Foster and Tony Brothers? Because Tony Brothers in my opinion is one of the worst if not the worst NBA official. He is and I know I'm probably the only one but he is an embarrassment.
2: Yeah.
1: As an NBA official in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. When dude. you have a guy like Ben Taylor who's an, an alternate, you have Mark Lindsay who's an alternate that's an excellent official. And I'm not saying, look, James Caper, Mark Davis, I think Kane Fitzgerald's an excellent official. Tony Brothers is a joke. Yeah. And Scott Foster is a terrible official. Yes. A terrible official in my, I, and listen, I know Zach Zarba gets a lot of heat. I, I totally get it. Tony Brothers and Scott Foster specifically should not be working this series. Yeah. Cause you're 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 asking for trouble, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mapes, what's up, my guy? See you uh, a week. By the way, we announced the other qualifiers tomorrow. Yes. What do we have? Two or three spots left. Um, I believe it's two. I think two spots left for RSL. We'll announce who the randos who are getting in on those. Uh, I've said, Mapes says, I've said, Denver and six, like my man Jet. I could. Uh, completely see Miami running out of gas now with their long layoff Mm -hmm. from the play-in to seven-game conference final, yeah. But again, where do you guys come down on Denver's been on their ass for ten days? Telling you. It's real. You're not going to be nearly as sharp as you normally would be. first half's going to be rough. Jimmy Butler is averaging 28.5 points a game in the playoffs. 28.5 points a game. Yep. Killer. Absolute killer. Everything you could want. All right. Official picks. Monty makes you money. Sometimes, occasionally. Miami Heat at Denver. Eight and a half, 219. I'm going to take Miami to cover, Denver to win, and it goes under. Miami wins, and it goes under. Miami You're sticking with that. Yeah. My guy, Greg Hawkins. What's up? Good to see you. Uh, Elaine Tran says Miami in seven. Jeremy Callahan. Not sure who will win the series, but I do know this. No Tanner, no banner. <laughs> Tanner, <laughs> listen. You guys know this. Tanner has... It, it, we don't ban people on this show. Tanner has put himself in a... Self-imposed. Exile. That's up to him, dude. He's, he's welcome on this show. Bro. Apologies if I've seemed a bit saltier than normal. You have. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> guy your name is quite literally salty you got a drunk. brand
0: to live up to dude
1: apologies if i've seemed a bit salty than normal i understand what pays the bills for you guys no it's all good dude nobody wants pac-12 tv big 12 expansion to end sooner than we do
0: trust me trust i would love nothing more than to be talking about francisco Lindor chucking a baseball <laughs> over to first I would love to roll out a take on
1: that. Can't do that, dude. Nobody wants to be breaking down every possession of the AFL than I do. (coughs) Do you even remember? (coughs) Do you even remember going? You don't. Vaguely. Jake doesn't even remember his first beer. I remember my first beer. I remember my first beer. Uh, Brandon Butler says Tanner is just dealing with real life at the moment.
0: It's not a dude. I, I, this is not a thing.
1: Yeah. It, it, it is what it is, man. Yeah. It, it is, it, it is, it is what it is here huh. on the Monty Show. This hour of the show, as always, is brought to you by our good friends at Bucked Up Energy. Hello, all of my bucked up friends. You know, we're sitting here. We joked earlier in the show about. Uh, buckshot. We don't have buckshot today, and I will tell you, I yes. feel like we have been a lot less focused today. Yes, we have. I feel like we have been a lot less focused today, and it's because we're out of buckshot in the studio, and I've got... I'm going to wind up going to the bucked-up store in Sojo tonight to get me some more buckshot because we need it. Their warehouse sale... By the way, who's available this Saturday? The bucked-up warehouse sale is at their American Fark. Um. Their American Fork warehouse. I am totally stoked about it. Um, I am going to be there Saturday, and I would love to see some of you guys. With uh, guys like Lopini Katoa, who now works for Bucked Up, yeah, uh, is going to be there. You guys, come on out. Let's hang out for a while. Um, let's do a uh, let's do a Monty show hangout at the Bucked Up warehouse sale. Now, I haven't asked their permission, and they, you know, really don't have any idea that.
2: No, no, no.
1: I'm gonna be at 781 Auto Mall Drive, number 102, in American Fark. Keep it real, American Fark. Fark. Uh, this weekend is their warehouse sale. It's gonna be awesome. I am super stoked about it. Um, you guys know that they have great deals. Everybody, everybody, asked me, "Hey, bro, can I get one of those bucked up t-shirts?" Guys, 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 guys. The, hey guys. the bucked up t-shirt is gonna be $5, five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars this saturday eight to four um at the bucked up warehouse in american fork 781 autumn all drive suite 102 um we're gonna well i say we're mrs Monty and i will be there others of us will be off having you know sexy time around the country The a fast um, pass for douche mountain those of us that care about our lives you know I'm just being a jerk, no. Hugh um, But Jake will be out of town, but Mrs. Monty and I will be there. Let's all hang out. They're doing these great enter to win for a $250 in-store credit at Bucked Up. Yeah. Uh, they're giving away a $150 gift box, $5 mystery gift boxes. They're going to have free Bucked Up um, food, drink, meet and greet with Callum von Moger, you know, who was supposed to be on the show this week. Hey, where is Callum von Moger? It was supposed to be in studio this week, man. The hail. Anyway, the point is, we are yeah. going down to uh, the bucked-up uh, warehouse sale. Callum von Moger is going to be at... Now, you're now. see, I'm going to meet Callum, and you're not. What do you bet? I'm going to meet Callum von Moger. I'm going to shake do you even Arnold's live? hand. And you are not.
0: Obviously not.
1: I don't know what to tell you, man. Callum von Moger will be there incredible deals I'm, it, it's going to be amazing so i am going to be there saturday uh i am shooting to uh i am shooting to be there right at 10 o'clock
0: is that before or after uh the golf session
1: uh, i will be a driving room ra- i'm hoping to take a lesson saturday morning because i cannot play obviously uh but mrs Monty and i will probably golf saturday afternoon at some point um, it will be amazing, but I'm really fired up about this weekend. You guys let's, let's, let's get together at American fork, whether you buy something or not, it doesn't matter. Uh, but I know that we have a lot of, uh, I know that we have a lot of people down uh, American fork Wait, We were just there today at big O tires in American fork. Yeah. So uh, Giggity said, how late is the warehouse sale going four o'clock on Saturday afternoon? Giggity's coming into town. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. We're going to have to take him to dinner again. That's going to be amazing. Um, we gotta go though, you guys. Let's do it. Uh Kurt Meyer says, bring me a triple X shirt. W- won't you come down and get one, man? You know. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be amazing. By yeah. the way, get the uh I-, I brought a bucked bar, a buck bar in for you guys to see. Everybody always says, You guys don't eat those. That's the Whip number one out. thing I hear. Yeah, you guys don't eat those things. Yeah, actually I do. I eat them every day. Yeah. Um, and I try to tell you guys this is my favorite flavor salted caramel peanut. I love it. Yes, I get excited about salted nuts, um, but the buck bars are amazing. Get the free sampler in the description below. Make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. Yeah, let's get a couple more comments on your um, from salty drunk. You guys have an American representative in the AFL, Mason Cox. You have a guy named Macon Cox in the AFL. This
0: Okay. Bro, I mean, how, dude? Salty says he's big boned.
1: I've heard dude, that. Dude, uh, like... W- I've heard w- that. What am I even supposed to say, dude? Okay. Hiscock. Greg Hawkins, Miami and Denver don't excite me as much as LA and Boston. I probably won't even watch, LOL. Well, there you go. There you go. Louie Capazzo. What's up? Jeezy. If Miami wins tonight, they win it uh, all in, in five. Nah. No way. Nah. You think? No. Uh, Lee Jensen says Denver in six. Okay, Lee. Lee also says Philly would have done the process right. They would have kept him. They would have. They would have. Uh, Salty says, hey, I could be your AFL correspondent if you like. I love AFL. It's rugby but different. And it's amazing. It is absolutely. I'm telling you, it's amazing. Uh, Roger Dodger. Dude, How about how about your boy Thor? roger dodger yeah noah syndergaard saying he's the weakest link in la right now mm-hmm. and he would give anything to throw one pitch the way he used to crazy give denver one game to get back in gear i think so yeah i think so i think that is uh, a big one uh tom mcconkey it's a, it's a name saying day. What do you want? Uh, Pack 12 is over. Let's get realignment started. <laughs> McKay Boyle gives us $2 Say it's a deal. Uh, Pack presented before CU possibly leaves. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not buying the fact that they're going to present a deal.
0: Yeah, I don't know that a deal gets presented. You know,
1: I'm starting to think that. Ooh, Patrick Kane out four to six months after hip surgery. Yeah. Ooh. Interesting. Uh, Giggity says, Syndergaard ain't wrong. (laughs) No, he's not. Dude. Because Syndergaard ain't wrong because he ain't right. Yeah. He's just not that dude anymore. Nope. I hope he finds it because he is fun to watch when he is. Uh, The Great Floridian says, if Miami wins tonight, Miami in six. See, I kind of agree with that. Got to win tonight, dude. I kind of agree with that. I kind of agree with that. Let's talk about sports talk content, friends. Where do you guys get your sports talk? Because... First of all, I and I I know we've talked about that dude on this show in the past. Mhm. Did you guys hear that Shannon Sharp is reportedly out at Fox Sports?
0: I heard that, yeah. I think it's kind of crazy. I think that 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 wow, man. Wow. <laughs> man, is that is that good? Is that is that good? i oh, just got to turn this up a little bit. Okay, we're gonna turn that down. Okay, yeah, makes me want to puke. No, I, I think. Look, I think Shannon leaving their show is inevitable. Do you, you care? Know? Uh, I, I'm not gonna say that I care on a huge level. I'm glad that Shannon took this step. You know, allegedly you they pushed him out, but yeah, I look. You can't have a show where you're fighting with your co-host about racial stuff on Twitter. I mean, that just can't, you can't have
1: that dude. That's just not a good look. I don't know. I think that shows irrelevant. I've never watched it. We've talked about this. I've never watched it. Not once. Yeah. And I think the thing that's hard for me is that when you look at sports talk in our country, I think it's incredibly broken. Mm -hmm. I think it's all, I think it's all self-inflicted feel like I keep saying that today. You do. I think what's wrong with sports talk radio in this country is it's self-inflicted. I think we got to a point in the radio industry, and I did say we, because I am, when you work in an industry for 30 years, you're responsible for some of the things that happen. I've never been the biggest show. I've never been the best show. I don't know that there is a best show. But I think we took sports fans for granted I think we got into this business of you know Skip Bayless, who I knew way back in the day. I knew Skip Bayless back in the 90s when he was a writer in Chicago and Dallas. And we put him on Fox Sports, and he was amazing on the Jim Rome show. And then he turned into this guy, who went on ESPN, and said ridiculous things that he doesn't believe, in my opinion. And that launched an era and a generation of television sports talk. That then flowed over to the radio. And if you actually did, you know, like good sports talk on a local level, that would have never happened. But in this country, we don't. Because it's garbage. And so you get Skip and Shannon, who again, not seen their show once. But the big controversies where they're tweeting racist shit at each other. And they're talking about, you know, Hamlin and Skip, you know, is, is being racist about Hamlin and writing him off like hey by the way is this game going to be finished when a guy died on the field yeah that's what we've turned sports talk in this country about and i i don't understand that
0: yeah i don't understand why it's so difficult and i and i think that i agree you know taking sports fans for granted is a cardinal sin i think that you have to be better than that i think that you know that that's why it's it's imperative to me that that the conversation doesn't get stale i mean again like all That's these jokes, true. all these jokes about like, hey, you know, can't you know when are you guys gonna stop talking about the Pac twelve or the Big Twelve or like this college football realignment thing? Dude, like it's no joke. Like I'm happy to say. It. I would love to stop talking about it. Me I too. would love to 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 talk baseball. I would like I would. I would. But the problem is is that there are more of you that want to talk about it than there are that don't wanna talk about it. That's just the reality of the situation right now. So for us, it's like, dude, like our whole existence here is to put on the best conversation we can every single day. And I think, you know, that's why we work so hard at it. But I think that thought and that, in, like being intentional about it, that's what's lost on the radio industry and on these talking head shows. Like, again, you know, like Pat McAfee, even with Pat, sometimes I feel like, man, like this just kind of feels like just kind of blah today, you know. Yeah. And and again, it, like I'm sure we're not great every single day. I know that, but but I think that there are shows that get to a certain level that then just take it for granted, and I don't think you can do
1: that. That's a mistake. And I uh, again, I think the droning thing. I think the Pac-12 thing is a great example of that. When you're doing. A daily show and you have a brand to protect we're of course going to talk about the Pac-12 on a daily basis that's Pac-12 football has been our brand for years right a lot of people know us for NBA stuff we talk NBA pretty much every day but guys like salty drunk get upset because we don't talk enough NBA I got news for you in this country the Pac-12 in college football is far more significant than the NBA even though the NBA would be my number one if I had my druthers Right, it would be it would probably be my number two. I'm a football guy. NFL, college football, that's my jam. Yeah. I love the I love the NBA. Do you know that I would love to talk more major league baseball? But there's not an appetite for baseball talk on on the regular. In my opinion, on the national level, it does not exist. Mm-hmm. It does now. Local, you want to go to Chicago, talk about the Cubs? Absolutely. You wanna go to New York and talk Yankees and Mets? Absolutely. But why do you not flip on ESPN Radio and hear a bunch of MLB talk? Or because there's not a huge appetite for it? NBA, college basketball, college football, the NFL—I think absolutely feed the sports sportsosphere, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it, it's very difficult. It's very difficult to. You know the other the the other funny thing is. I realized this probably a month ago. I was talking to a a guy I've known for a lot of years who gives us great information. And he's like, you know, this is what you guys are becoming known for now. Like, when people think about our show now, we're a football show that, hey, we just happen to be nails on the Pac-12. But before that, what were we known for? We were known as an NBA show. And... I think it evolves. You don't have to do one thing, but you can't do what Skip and Shannon do. Yeah. I don't think you can do what Stephen A. Smith does. You know, the, a program director of mine used to yell and scream about people who yelled and screamed all the time. If you yell and scream all the time, eventually it just becomes noise. Yeah. And I think that's what you get a lot now. That's exactly what you get. Yeah. No, in I my opinion. Agree. You know, like it, it is, it's crazy. Ruff's official says John boy is almost all baseball and they're almost out of business. Yeah. So I I mean, that's exactly my point. John boy media just laid off a ton of people. Mm -hmm. And by some accounts is struggling significantly. You want to win in the United States, you talk football. Yep. You have to, it just is what it is. You know, like, uh, Brandon Butler, too many shows get stuck doing a stick or gimmick. Skip saying outrageous things to drive the haters to see what he says next. Screaming a yelling about some things that don't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Greg Hawkins, I prefer college football to basketball, but I'm really losing my mind on this realignment fiasco. It's been too long at this point. Everybody is. Do you think we love talking college football Pac-12 realignment every single day? We don't. Laura Weiss, best thing about Lubbock is low humidity. Too old for the the humidity in Austin, Central, and Southeast Texas. Well, there you go. Yeah. Humidity sucks, dude. Yeah, humidity I have to be honest with you. It sucks. Uh, Ruff's official says, John Boy has 1.8 million subscribers. Thank you for telling me you don't know anything about media by telling me they have 1.8 million subscribers. So, and, and, and every, we, we all get excited about subscribers, right? Yeah. Like we broke 18,000 subs the other day on, on YouTube. I think we're at 18,000, like 60 now. Do you know how meaningless that statistic is? It, it means nothing. Yeah. It means absolutely nothing. N- nothing. And it means nothing because it has no bearing on how many people watch you. It has no bearing on how many people digest your content, mm-hmm. right? Like it just, it doesn't matter. If you have 18 or whatever you said, 1.8 million subscribers, then why are you bankrupt? And why are you going out of business? And why are you laying people off? And why are you? That's you know? right. Cause your content's not great. But here's the thing. How many subscribers does Pat McAfee have? I have no idea, but I know he has Aaron Rodgers on every Tuesday. And I know that when Aaron Rodgers made his Jess announcement, Pat had half a million people watching. You know why? Because it only matters how many people watch. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many Twitter followers you have if nobody interacts with you. And it's amazing. For instance, like the people that the people that are on a daily basis are like, "Hey, why don't you why don't you have me on your show, Monty? We could." And when you're like, "Nah, dude, that's not really our thing," and all, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, you're arrogant." Okay. We don't put guests unless you're a principal, mm-hmm. which means a coach, a media, per, uh, 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 a president of a media operation. You know, like I on uh, TV. Yeah, a commissioner, Gloria Navarez. You know, like we, we don't just put beat writer guy on the show. Yeah. For, for what? You guys can get in, You you can get that on any radio station in the country. If you want to hear from beat writers and, Flip on local radio, it's all they do. That's not what we do. But people get so pissed about it. Yeah. We don't put... We Like, why would we do that? You guys are not here for the guests. Yeah. You're, you're not. Uh, Delaric says, Pat only has 2.2 million subscribers. Only.
0: But think about that. Like, when you compare that, I think he said only because of the John Boy comment. About 1.8. Yeah. Like... Yeah, that's great. I mean, awesome. Like, you have 2.2 million subscribers. That's Honestly, that's that's amazing. But the real balls of it is 400, four, almost 500,000 people watching when AR12 came on. Or, like, that's what is the bread and butter. And so many people are like, oh, well, yeah, you know, you have this many subs. Man, you guys must be an amazing show. Like, I can't wait. Dude, I can't wait till we have... 'Cause we'll have. We're 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 on track to be at fifty thousand subs in a certain amount of time. We have all those projections. That's that's gonna happen. But it's like, dude, like what really changes in the day to day? Man, I got a hundred thousand subs. Man, better not prep for the show today. Well, that doesn't really change right. anything for our process, right? Like we still gotta put on a good show, and this is the genesis of this conversation. It is. Which is hey, just because you're Pat or John Boy or us or whoever Dude, it doesn't matter how big you are. You still got to put on that deep, compelling yes, conversation. Because if you don't, then what is? Then what are you? Ultimately, what are you? You're just noise, whether you're
1: yelling or not. You're just yeah. noise. Delaric, six uh, subscribers don't matter. Only views matter. That's it. That, that's it. Yeah. Lee Jensen, this show is infinitely better because of the community comments. It is. It is salty drunk i remember celebrating 500 subs so right do we. so
0: that but that's precisely my point how much uh, like in Salty's one can talk about this and i know we you at that time we were talking a ton of jazz nba now we talk football but if you really boil it down the conversations really haven't changed that much the show it's not like the show is like now a different product than it was then D- yeah studios is a little different like Camera quality went up because we saved some money and invested. But really, when, when you get down to the conversation, it's the same quality conversation no matter what we're talking about. And that, is. that is what I think people, especially creators, don't understand. You have to give the people what they want.
1: And uh, Yeah. And we could go on about, hey, we work hard behind the scenes. or uh, it, You guys don't care. It's it, it, If it's a good show, you'll listen. Ken Williams, jazz draft Buffkins because Wallace will be gone probably to Washington. Well, could be. Uh, Arlington Bears. What's up, Chris Karn? How the heck are you, my friend? Uh, Monty, I may have less than 10 subs. I'm happy to come on the show anytime. <laughs> Dude, you're taking over the world. You are taking over. Somebody sent. I, see, here's how, here's how ingrained into my life Chris Karn is. Somebody uh, like a week ago sent me a picture of the new uh, jack-in-the-box that's going up. Yep. I was like, dude, Chris Caron and I are going to enjoy some jack-in-the-box. In his Because in his. Chris is like, oh, hey, that's down by us. What are we going to do? Like, amazing. Chris also lives on a golf course. I'm probably going to break a window Beautiful at your house course. at some point. Chris Karn, good to see you, man. Good to see you. Uh, Katie Raider. Monty, fill me in on why Utah fans are being difficult. Katie. (laughs) (laughs) They are not in a good spot, and now Big 12 fans are going to have an issue with them. I think everybody's got issues with every fan. How would would you be acting if Texas Tech is where Utah is, was where Utah is? You're in a no-win situation. You are in a no-win situation. No win whatsoever. No way. David Hackett, uh, the Monty Show is informative, entertaining, and worth watching every weekday. Hit the like button. Thank you, David. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Uh, Kurt Myers, don't minimize your viewership. I'm, I certainly don't minimize our viewership.
0: No, we get, we get flack all the time for
1: posting our viewership. Yeah, the haters are amazing. I remember being one of 10 people watching live. Getting to follow you through this growth has been amazing. Oh, thank you, Giggity. Yeah, those were the days. You remember the crappy radio station, too. Holy cow. <laughs> uh, Truck Stop Gumby says, I care. Ah, oh, Gumby, you're always so it's flexible. It's probably different than what you're thinking, though. You know. Uh, Matt Hartley, I greatly enjoy the discussion about colonoscopies. Oh, hey. Don't we all? That's the other thing, though. Our, like, we can all disagree on sports and whatever, but... I don't care talking about my weight or colonoscopies or my terrible golf game. Like, mm-hmm. I just think we're all normal people, mm-hmm. right? I think we're all normal people. Yep. Like, it, it is what it is. Delaire or Derek, excuse me. Look at the, uh, the teach of this show, the, sh- the reach of this show. The show is more like a community, and that's why it's nationwide. It is, and I think the reach of our show has been, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's been a win. Um, Katie Rader, this is the way I have an answer for you on Utah fans. Twitter is not real life. God bless Greg Hawkins. Victor's the way. Absolutely right. Also, the Utah Twitter fans have their sources just like yours have yours. It's sheer versus the Canzano crowd. Well, seriously. And I I think Twitter is such a wasteland of death.
0: Once Elon took over, dude, it totally changed. I I, I think Twitter's always been Twitter tough guy.
1: For me, it's just, I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. I I truly do not. Yeah. I don't enjoy it at all. Uh, Texas Tech ain't dumb. They're not dumb. No, they're not. Imagine the SEC merging with the PAC, LOL. Could you imagine that? Uh, Ken Williams says, LOL, TMI, probably. Hey, man, that's the show, though. Uh, Arlington Bears playing Talons next Tuesday at 8 8 a.m. If you... uh, and one more listener wanna join, it's on me, ooh. What, am I chopped liver? Yeah, you're terrible. What the hell is that? You're terrible. Bro, here I am. what, what is Jake, this? So we're on a 489 yard tee box yesterday. Cause we always play from the blacks, right? Yeah, of course, you know. <laughs> Jake hit the slice of all slices and I said- Oh, it was him, epic. I was like, hey, you wanna go find that ball? No. <laughs> He sliced it so <laughs> far. So far. Yeah. Uh, you want to go? No, man. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> I could
0: probably drop 10 to 12 strokes, even if I played irons on a
1: 500-yard hole. You probably could. You probably could. Kainer and always telling the truth keeps people coming back to your show. Your show is daily must. Thank you, Kay. I appreciate that. I remember when Mo Bamba was in the show more. Hey,
0: man. You know. Shout out to Mo Bamba. Yeah, dude. Like, you know, the drops have changed. There's no question.
1: Shout out to Mo Bamba. Oh, God. Where else do you hear fart sounds? Why? Um, Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Truck Stop gummy says shout out to Mo Bamba. Yeah, dude. Uh, Saul Goodman says clownzano. Eh, everyone has their opinion. Everybody has their opinion. Uh, Mr. Preston, this show is the best. Sports, cars, food, and much more talk. Straight up truth. Thank you, Preston. Rick Forrester. Where else do you hear fart sounds? It's still the. Thank you, Big Dog Hotel. My favorite part of the program are the drops. Spinal. My back is broken. <laughs> dude, that was that was one of my best moments with
0: drops, dude. When uh, when uh, what's his face? G off comes back in, <laughs> immediately rolling out the spinal drop. Uh, Jeff Johnson. Back like, is broken,
1: and you know, like it just is what it is, dude uh ken ken williams victor is uh, uh, lol is big daddy magic's victoria seriously dude. seriously jet wayman the tile king of utah and the slayer of all draper cougars uh the potty show is my go-to after that it's the old man in the three oh i love the old man in the three yeah that's a great that's
0: that is there's no getting around it that's a great podcast Jet yeah.
1: when are we gonna get you that steak dude yeah Yeah, we got to do that. Uh, Greg Hawkins, Katie, I have had a lot of bad experience with tech fans talking trash on our school since this all started, which makes me sad because I like tech. The colors, the tradition, the underdog mentality.
0: It became personal with me.
1: People just make college football so personal, which is what makes college football so personal, Yeah, which makes it amazing. Maury Albers, Jake playing mulligans all day, dude. Yeah, dude. The course and mulligans. We, a lot of times, because I'm trying to embrace the fact that I'm a terrible golfer. I'm a 15 handicap. Who are we kidding? But a lot of times, we'll just play best ball. Like, Jake will blaze a slice into the next fairway. (laughs) Ah, screw it. Um, Because my drive is actually getting better. This
0: is the deal. You are better off the tee box. I'm better with the irons. It just is what it is. And you're better with the putter. Like, that's just where the game is at right now.
1: You know? I can chip and putt. And I can drive a little bit. Yeah. Just please, God, take the irons away from me. Uh, Jake, you are a casual at Pasture Polo. What does that mean? That would be golf. Pasture. Okay. The Fine Balm Show. I actually like the Fine Balm Show. Uh, Jeremy Callan. I remember when Mo Bamba was in the game more, too. He doesn't. Shout Uh, to Mo Bamba. Maury Alvarez says butt vacuums. Yeah, remember the dog, the ass vacuum on the dog? Dude. Uh, Jake going to go crazy on the irons like Colin Morikawa. Yeah, dude. God, if I could swing my club one time like Morikawa does. Because uh, it's garbage is my favorite drop, MJ Bissett says. Yeah, I mean,
0: that's, that's
1: you know. Because it's garbage. Uh, Kane Niren says, we miss the wife. So do I. Yeah, seriously. She's, she's <laughs> such an adult. Uh, Matt Hartley, my favorite part of the show is the Nick Saban is a better man than I'll ever be. Nick Saban is, is a, a better, better man, man than, than you are. I can turd. I miss her. Well, Chad. I miss her. Uh, Jet, I'll be in Draper the next two weeks. I hope you have cleared all those cougars out. Let's go. Because it's garbage is not garbage. I hate Taco Tech. Texas Tech's a good school. Because it's garbage. Monty, where is my 5X shirt? You need a 5X shirt? I can get you one. Yeah, we ain't got shirt. any 5X shirts right now, bro. I can get you one. Yeah. Matt Hartley, imagine having uh, strong negative opinions about Texas Tech. What have they done to anybody to deserve hate? <laughs> yeah, they let Cliff Kingsbury get to the NFL. You know. Uh, Jet Wayman says, let's get it this weekend. If you have time, Monty, I'll make time for hey, you. And Monty. Dude. Absolutely. Jeremy Callahan, sure I do, in Austin. Uh, LOL, Giggity, you should be all clear, Jet <laughs> says, right? Oh, my God. All right. A um, couple other things I want to get to today. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. How much are you willing to spend for a wedding? Because I think this is a really important one. Yeah, it is. It is. Should I ask you directly? So, are you guys in the "I love you" phase yet? No, not yet. Are you engaged? You? No. What did somebody asked about your fiance and what did you say? I don't have a fiance yet. You said not yet. Not yet. Been a month. Give me give me another month. I'm kidding. It's been a month. Yes. Um there are stories about the average cost of a wedding going up. First of all, do you guys agree? Do you agree that more young people are choosing not to get married? Yes. You do agree with that. I do agree with that. Yes.
0: I think I think more young people are. Becoming more money savvy more quickly because the world is much more expensive and they don't have a choice.
1: The average cost of a wedding is $29,000. Yeah. Which is $1,000 more than a year ago. Mm -hmm. The cost of a DJ has gone up by 25%. Makeup artists and hairstylists are up 20%. Yeah. Flowers are up 20%. Yeah. So here's my question. Why do we pay these prices? What is it? And I'm a dude. I totally get it. The peen makes me think differently. The peen. What, bro? What? Stay hard. Stay hard. It does. The unit makes me think differently. Right. So again, tell me. I don't understand why people are put. You're paying twenty nine thousand dollars for a wedding. (laughs) I don't get it.
0: Yeah, I, I don't get it either. I mean, I am I am definitely an advocate of small wedding, bring all your people, you know, backyard style type deal. Definitely a proponent of my that. My
1: wedding was probably five grand. Yeah. I got married in my sister-in-law's backyard. Yeah. And it was amazing. Yeah. We had a DJ. We had a great cake. We had great food. We danced all night. Like, it was it was awesome. Flew to Vegas the next day. Like, it was great. Had to go to the the Vons grocery store to Vons. burn a deuce the next morning. <laughs> Saw <a> hot rod, <laughs> Roddy Piper at the Starbucks. Oh. Like I've told this story on the show before.
0: I did not hear the part where you burned a deuce. <laughs> oh yeah, we stayed. <laughs> we
1: we we live. Mrs. Monty and I. This is back in two thousand one. Yeah, we lived in Burbank, California, in an apartment. It Was yeah. awesome, and. There was something wrong with the plumbing. Like, we got back to our apartment after the wedding, couldn't flush the toilet. And how
0: old were you at this time? 28,
1: 29. Okay. 28. Okay. And it was brutal. I had to take a poop. Mm -hmm. So we lived in, in Burbank. We lived across the street from a Vons grocery store. You had to, like, walk up the street. There's a shopping center. We Vons walked up to the Vons, so
0: California.
1: Oh, yeah. Went to the Vons, destroyed a toilet at Vons, <laughs> walked out of the Vons, walked over to the Starbucks, and there's Hot Rod Roddy Piper. Yeah. Piper's Pit. Dead wrestler guy. It was amazing. Hey, guys. Got on a plane, flew to Vegas. Don't remember what happened after. Good. Excellent. A great wedding. Excellent. Yeah, it I, wasn't $29,000. Fucking
0: A. Yeah, I don't understand the $29,000 portion. I, I mean, in the comments, I'd love to hear, okay, well, in what world are, are we good paying that much for a wedding? Because I know Dude. people like, in, in, and then we get into these these rules where like, certain people pay for this and other people pay for that. And, yeah. and like, like, you get into this whole thing where, where what is it uh, forgive me i'm a total casual on weddings but what is it uh, the old rule is the the bride's family pays
1: or is it the or is it the who which the bride's of? family the bride's family pays
0: so i just find that really interesting like if i was if i was if the person i was marrying said to me hey we're gonna pay for it and we're gonna do like a forty five thousand dollar wedding like hell i'm no. like what
1: hell no like
0: dude like the let's answer's spend no
1: 10 and use the other 30 for the vacation no. hey a-hole give me 40 spend five i'll figure out what to do with the 40. yeah see i'll see you in tahiti yeah yeah in all seriousness yeah no chance or do you understand that 40 grand is a, a start of a down payment in some cities in this country $29,000 can be a down payment. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much credit card debt you could pay off with $29,000 in some households in this country? Yes. The fact that we are paying $29,000 for weddings is ridiculous to yes. me. Yes.
0: Yes, it is. It's
1: crazy. It is. It's it's crazy. <laughs> and don't and Donut says Monty spaying mud. Well, dude. Bro, you ain't even. Mm-hmm, you. you. You don't even know. You, you don't even know. Um, Rick Forrester, I paid ten k in 2000 for my wedding. Not That's bad. not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, Ken Williams, zero. I would pay my son or daughter to go to their choice uh, of one week and have a redneck barbecue when they come home. <laughs> Cowboy sunsets, yo, hey I'm y'all. down. Hey, y'all. I love it in Gladiator when communists is like, I'll slay a hundred bulls. And Marcus Aurelius is like, save the bulls. (laughs) Yeah. Save the bull. $29,000. Yeah. Come on, man. It's ridiculous. Uh, big dog O town. No disrespect to the union of marriage. However, in today's culture, not advisable for many, many reasons. Just keep it simple. You need a prenup. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Real quick. Are you a one woman town? Are you somebody that's like, yep, I'm getting married and it's forever?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I'd like that to be the case. I mean, dude, like, I, yeah, I think, I think you shouldn't be trying to get married to someone if you're, if you're like, yeah, well, man, if it doesn't work out, we'll just get divorced. Like, I, what's the point, bro? What bottom
1: right corner of the screen?
0: Yeah, it's in the weather delay. Yeah, yep,
1: yep. Bill Jakey gonna be up late tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Can you do something for me? 7 a.m. tea time up at Kings tomorrow go! morning. Oh, honey, honey.
0: honey. Did you watch the game, honey? Uh, Yeah, I'm out on T Box number you. four with ESPN Plus pulled up.
1: No, oh, bro. So Jake <laughs> is dating somebody affiliated with the Utah athletic department. And this women's college World Series softball game is really important. She's going to be calling you like, Honey, what did you think of the game? You're going to be like... Uh, the game. What, oh, what, um, you know about that um, game? Um, Jake um, pulling up. Jake I, is pulling up the ESPN app about that <laughs> game. You know the game, man. I, I, wow, man. The the, 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 the game was amazing. What amazing! The umpire zone mean, was garbage, dude. We, we lost thirty-one. <laughs> we lost thirty-one to six after five. Because what you, it's garbage. What do you mean amazing? Well, you know I, what I meant by amazing. Well. You know, like the first run you guys scored. Um, well, um, 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 it was in the fifth inning, um, and it was on an error. On uh, the right fielder slipped and fell on a. It's pile not the of best situation, and we all know that. Dog shit from a bull mastiff. A <laughs> bull mastiff. <laughs> Jake will be like, "All right, oh, you know about that game? Uh, okay, they won five four. I couldn't believe you guys won five four in in. Uh, wow, I mean, she pitched great, and she made this play. I would. Jake's wow. like play by play. <laughs> Uh, right fielder diving catch to end <laughs> rally, and that catch in right field to end the rally was. Meanwhile, she's like, "Oh, did you watch the NBA finals? Oh, Hemi Butler Dude, back corner out of the, the turnover, the efficient." Pause, bro. Pause. First pitch for the Utah softball game, two twelve a.m. Bro mountain type. I have no
0: shame about it. I straight-up said, dude, I, 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 there's no chance I'm making it through this game tonight.
1: There ain't no chance
0: I am making it through this game tonight. Oh,
1: my God. That's amazing. There is no question that I will amazing. fall asleep. CKS says, a funeral is cheaper. Cheaper to die than get married. Or miss the yeah, Utah. That that or miss, or or miss you, that Utah. Y'all feel me? Is there a message in that? It is much cheaper to die than to be married. It is true. Maury Alvarez. Jake didn't need another reason to pull it out. Hey. Hey. Hey, man. Craig Hawkins, Jake is going to become an expert in women's softball in five minutes.
0: Hey, man. Got to do what you got to do.
1: I've watched more women's softball in the last three weeks than I have in my entire life. I actually
0: have enjoyed it a lot. Oh, it's been Uh, a blast. It's been amazing, dude. It it, It has been absolutely amazing.
1: Utah softball is having a historic season. Keep it
0: real. (laughs)
1: They're like their their head coach has been there. I mean, she's a generational Utah softball Played talent. Coach coaches there. there. They've got you know really good assistant coaches. They've got really good a really good group of players. Like all American pitcher. I mean yeah all-american pitcher like they've hosted a, a regional they've hosted a super regional now they've gotten into the the women's college world series yes. they're gonna play you know like tonight they play washington but oklahoma's in this tournament who's won 49 straight games like it's crazy yeah it's absolutely crazy so it's 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 been fun to watch i yeah. i will say that anyway back to marriage so do you believe that you can be married to one woman for the rest of your life absolutely yeah you can you can
0: but I think our culture makes it okay to just
1: escape to divorce as soon as possible. I think divorce is the easy way out because we talk about this all the time and, and I don't even think Mrs. Monty would argue with this. You, it's a choice every day to be married. Things are said, things are done, things happen. And it's a test a lot of days. It yeah. is a test a lot of days. And when you own your own business and you work for yourself and you work with your son and, Your wife grinds her ass off in a big-time job. Like, you are tested every single day. Every single day. Yeah. It is easy to get divorced. It is tough to be married. I'm not paying $29,000 for a wedding. Yeah. Your daughter's beautiful, sir. I'm not paying $29,000. You fucking donkey. Not I'm not. Give it, me the money. It's in all seriousness, if your girl comes to you and is like, I want the big white Honey. wedding. I want the dress and the train and the cake at the wedding hall. I want 179 people from your yeah, side of the and family.
0: I want a new bag of PXG every year. Okay? Dude, we can't all have it.
1: And 29000 is the average. So you know.
0: Oh, there's 50, 60 Gs, no
1: doubt. Come on, man. Yeah. Come yep. on, man. Yep. There is there no no chance. No chance. Yes, Rickolson, $29,000 can buy you a lot of bucked up. It's facts. It, it can. Make sure facts. you guys hit the like button while we talk about this. Uh, Jeremy Kellen, I'm not paying $29,000 ESPN the Cleopcock. <laughs> <laughs> My guy. My guy. So well done. Mike Phillips, it's a choice every day, but sometimes the right choice is to call it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really lucky that, you know, I've been married for 22 years. Yeah. Something like that. Um, We've been together for 26 years now, I think. Yeah. Or is this 25 years? I think this is our 25th year together. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm living the dream. And I understand it's very difficult, Mm -hmm. but mm, it's very difficult. Uh, Kander and my parents just celebrated their 75th wedding anniversary. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm
0: saying it's totally possible. You just have to be able to
1: work together. Matt Hartley, your daughter is worth more than 29K, but I'd rather write her a check than blow it on a wedding. Exactly. Exactly right. Maury Alvarez, most of the time it's the parents paying for the wedding, not the people getting married. Correct. Uh, Taylor uh, Smith, Monty's girl voice. Honey. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lee Jensen, can my wedding be brought to you by Papa Murphy's? Yeah, can we get some free calzones or what's the deal? Honey, I'd like a cake and for de zinner, um, de zinner? De zinner, uh I uh I'd like a sausage and pepperoni calzone with ranch dressing. Okay. Okay. I want it. Rick Forrester. So many people get divorced during COVID. Oh, my God. Yeah, Got divorced. Yeah, dude. dude. Yep. dude. Uh, I'm hoping for a couple of cows in that dowry. <laughs> dude. The dowry. The, the dowry. Oh, Adrian Wojnowski via Tim McMahon. Adam Silver on John ja Moran. Oh, boy. We've uncovered a fair amount of additional information. We probably could have brought it to a head now. Dude. But we've made the decision that it would be unfair to these players and these teams to announce that decision in the middle of this series. Move. Oh, shit. John Morant's Dude. in trouble. John Morant is in real trouble. trouble. Holy schmangy. Holy
0: want to hear a guy like Adam Silver say that. Because that dude does not talk about
1: things very often. We probably could have brought it to a head by now. That
0: says, hey you're an idiot. We've got you and it's coming. Oof. And it's Louie. Oof. Prime. And
1: it's, and it's Louie. Yeah, you like that? And it's Louie. Waves in opposition. It's not bad. Half a season? At least. I think there's a chance he gets a year. A whole year. Big dog O Tom. Marriage is a dedicated willingness. Yes, it is. And you know, and I'm married to a really great gal. Like, and I, I joke about this all the time. Mrs. Monty is my wife, my girlfriend, my partner, my business partner, like my best friend. Like, mm-hmm. but she's also <laughs> she's also my enemy combatant on some things. Or, you know, like we j- but does she ever complain when I buy shoes? She doesn't. Well, sometimes. Does she complain when I want to put a hitting net for golf balls in the backyard? She doesn't she wants um, to figure it out. Do I complain when she she doesn't do much that annoys me. You know do I, I I don't do I complain when she wants to do triathlons? No I'd rather her pick up golf and we go all in golfing together, but that's not what she wants to do. She wants to do triathlons. yeah you you cannot you cannot put a saddle on a Mustang. Okay, hop on your bicycle, get in the pool. We went to, got up at five o'clock this morning, went to the gym and she swam and I worked out because I support my wife because she's passionate about doing triathlons. Yeah. Knock yourself out, man. But it, it is, it's a choice. Yeah. you know. But I'm a big believer that inside of a marriage you have to let people be who they are. Because if you start trying to change people, if I said to my wife, hey, you know what? I don't want you doing triathlons, you're gonna play golf. How is that gonna work out? Does she bitch and moan when I go play golf in the morning? She doesn't. She does not. She doesn't. Does she bitch and moan that I bought a 30 or however many thousand dollars worth of shoes that are upstairs in a bedroom in my house, that we have an entire house dedicated, or an entire room in our house dedicated to shoes? Yeah. She doesn't. <clears throat> yeah. She doesn't care about the cost of my shoes or my golf clubs or my golf balls. Do I? Am I gonna care about the cost of her tri-suit they wear these special suits new handlebars who cares yeah that's what makes her happy why do I care she works hard you know like why do I care it just it, it to me it just it just is in my mind what it is you know yeah Jet Wayman says I think he's getting a full season I think he's getting I think Dude. I think John ja Morant mm-hmm. is in real trouble you Impending guys. Impending doom yep Gary said time to hop off see y'all see y'all see y'all good to see you uh, one of my friends is getting married on my birthday. Should I expect a present? Hell no. Nope. Yeah, Your present's the wedding. Uh, but what if all of a sudden she wanted to get a big time into LARPing and Mandalorian cosplay? Um, um, Mandalorian cosplay. Please. Here's my lightsaber, sweetheart. Wow. I, no, I'm kidding. Dude, if I ever seriously called my wife Sweetheart, like... I am your father. Oh, look, Sweetheart, you're not buying more oil for the bike chain. And she took she, offense. She would slap the shit out of me. I'm <laughs> I, like... I'm not afraid to die. <laughs> nah, bro. But no one's going to disrespect me. She, like, last time we played golf, like, she's, she, she jokes with me about the fact now that I, like, yell, yell the F-bomb, like, ten times. But dust up. Uh, how much of how much for a Monty Shogun themed wedding with Papa Murphys and bucked up? You can't afford it. Super Chick's chicken sando and some ranch. Oh my god! Yes, have Super Chick cater your wedding. Mike Phillips, are you still lacing up the uh, Hoka's and running, Monty? I do not run. Yeah, ever. I'm not a proponent of running. I've lost weight, and a lot people don't believe me when I say this. And you guys think it's because bucked up advertises on the show, it's not. You know why I've lost weight? Because I'm eating, I'm eating buck bars and they keep me full and they taste great. You know why I've lost weight? I have more energy to go golf. I walked, I walked 10,190 steps playing golf yesterday. It's like 189 I think. Playing 18 holes of golf yesterday morning. Did I have breakfast? No. Did I have a buck shot before I left the house? Yes. Did I have a bucked up Miami while I was playing? Yes. Did I melt down on 13, 14 and 15? Yes. Suckmyass.com. Terrible golf. But I've lost weight because I have a really good supplement stack. So I'm sleeping better, I'm walking like I just feel better. Yeah. I just feel better. Yeah. But I don't I don't run ever. I think unless you're doing what my wife is doing training for a triathlon, I just don't believe you need to run to be healthy. I don't. I think the injuries are way more. Big Dog O-Town. Morant possible suspended indefinitely situation. Could Could be, be, dude. Could be. Uh, Jeremy Callahan. Here's my lightsaber, sweetheart. Don't call me sweetheart. Stop breaking character. (laughs) (laughs) Look, princess. Stop breaking character.
2: Catch me outside. How about that?
1: Uh, Rick Forrester. Walking makes you lose weight. No need to run. Truth. And not having a crazy appetite all the time helps too. Monty doesn't run, he waddles. Exactly. We. Oui. I waddle, man. You know. Uh, Dustin Osterman, the best, is playing golf and drinking beers.
0: Yeah, my guy's not about that drinking beers
1: life while golfing. You are no, a competitor, sad. bro. I'm, Yeah, but I probably should be. You know what? But yesterday's an interesting example. You know what? One of my problems playing golf yesterday, my shorts were too damn big. Yeah. So you're constantly, like you're trying to, constantly straighten your shorts and like it was just that day just that day i hit a bucket of balls at Riverbend golf course and i'm sore as hell working different muscles for sure dan jet do you play dude
0: like yeah I'm not, do you golf yeah, you don't golf like I'm not, I'm not asking if like you're good or
1: anything but like could you go out on a course and play like we are don't you,
0: we don't like i'm not good either I but can't.
1: um what was i gonna say yeah oh golf is absolutely a different set of muscles like i was I've now started, like when I go to the gym or like, you know, what, Mrs. Monti has me doing a lot more of stretching. I lay on the floor more now than I ever have. But you know what? My back doesn't hurt. My obliques don't hurt. Yeah. Mr. Wonderkin over here pulled an oblique, was out for like a week. I haven't had that problem, knock on wood. You know. Haven't had that problem. Uh, working out mistakes uh, today hard, but tomorrow easy. Let's go. Exactly right. Uh, I love River Bend, favorite course. Haven't played it. Haven't played. Greg, it.
0: we gotta get out, bro.
1: Tom, ever tried to golf barefoot? Once you try it, you'll never go back to shoes. Okay, I'm. I
0: no, nah, dude. I'm not have golfing
1: barefoot. I'm gonna bro. play Canyons tomorrow without my golf shoes. Hank is getting worked on, and my golf shoes are in the back of the Grand Cherokee. So I'm going to be playing without my golf shoes tomorrow.
0: You can go and get Hank if you
1: want to. Nah. You're you fine. want to? Oh, is it done? I'm sure it is. I can ask. Nah, that's fine. I don't need it. I'm going to wear Air Max tomorrow. It'll be fine. I so am jealous of your golf shoe game, by the way. Why? Because you have really nice foot joys. Yeah, foot joys are slick. And I don't. That's I don't. You have, I like your Nikes. Oh, I have, I have the Brooks Kepka yeah, Master It dude. is, and it's really comfortable. Yeah, that's a great shoe. It helps me play shitty golf. I mean, it's, um, it, you know. Yeah. I'm at two minutes on terrible golf, then I have to go. Golf is testing me. I, go, I did something golf-related 13 straight days. Either a range, chip putt, played. And everybody tells me, bro, hey, bro. Bro, Bro, take lessons, you get better. The only guy who's helped me is Darren Ingram McCannion's Golf. That's it. Literally. Have never taken a lesson from him. Said five minutes of, hey, you're not doing this, so do that, and that'll stop because of this. And he was right. Took a lesson last week from a guy that I thought gave me a really good lesson. It's freaking wrecked my golf swing. Because it's garbage. And now I gotta go back and take another lesson from that dude, but god damn it like it is so frustrating to me that you take a lesson and it doesn't translate to the course now i need to take like three four lessons from dude yeah but everybody laughed at me a month ago when i said i'm self-taught if i watch a video and then go to the range i i am instantly better and i can take it to the course my driving and we joke about my drives and whatnot When I drive the ball well, and right now I'm probably four out of, four or five out of 10. Half the time my drive is really good. One out of 10, it's a 320 yard bomb and it's beautiful. Five out of 10, it's usually a high fade to the right. Not a slice, high fade to the right. Mm. But I figured out like, screwing around with my, my, my thumb you know, like my trailing hand thumb, like. So I'm playing around with some stuff. But I took a lesson from this guy and he got me all mental about shallowing my, the shaft of my club. And it it became too much. And Darren said to me, dude, you're fine. You are more than shallow enough. So I stopped working on that. You know what I've worked on now? Quieting my hips down a little bit. Was standing in my backyard swinging my golf trainer club this morning. was working on not swaying my hips so much. And, you know, I could t- like the three things I work on is not pushing my hands forward with my driver. Like when I'm ready to swing, one of the things I've been doing is pushing my hands forward. It kind of was like my trigger. Stop doing that, my drive improved. Rotating, obviously, yeah. but not pushing my front arm into my chest at full rotation. Letting my front arm just like be where it is as long as it's straight and I have the angle of the club right. Yeah. Huge assistance in my drive. But standing closer to the ball, dude, th- this you. guy, this guy.
0: There's a fine line. You can't be reaching for the ball. That doesn't work. I agree. But you I can't be standing too close either. But
1: this particular golf instructor wanted me like really close to the ball to the point where it was uncomfortable for me. Yeah. And after like 100, 200 swings, it just has not helped me. And so I've stopped that, and I've backed away from the ball. And the other day, I, w- I was cursing his name. I was like, I am not standing closer to the ball.
0: You have no ability to just be
1: like, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. No, I think I'm Tiger Woods, and I'm really not. Yeah. Like, I'm
0: really not. Golf is a game of of time. You have to give it. You, the idea that you, you're making any judgments right now, I think, is just too soon.
1: I've been playing golf full-time again for six weeks. Like, and I have, in, I have improved. I have improved dramatically over the six weeks. Six weeks ago, I couldn't swing a golf club correctly by any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Could not do it. And now I, can, I am getting to the point where I can actually put the ball with a chip, with a wedge of any kind, a gap wedge. I'm better with a gap wedge than a pitching wedge. But I can hit a pitching wedge 100 yards now. Yeah. And I can put it on the left side or the right side of the green. I can't put it near the flag but I'm getting better at that Uh, a gap wedge. I can usually the first nine holes. I can usually chip a gap wedge, within within 10 feet. And thankfully I can putt a little bit. Yeah. But dude, those irons are going to be the bane of my existence. Bane of my existence. Yeah. Greg Hawkins. I used to have a slice and when I had a professional look at it, slowed down, it turned out that my wrists were bending at impact instead. There he is right there. Mm-hmm. And you know, the funny thing is, and you guys are going to think I'm crazy. I'm actually a pretty good golf teacher. Yeah. Like I can teach you how to swing. It, you hit a ball. I can watch you swing a club and I can tell you what you're doing wrong. Those who can't do teach because I can. There are days where I just can't do it. Yep. There are. Can't do it. Absolutely. You know, he, I can't do it. But getting there. We'll get there. Takes Tom, time. Tom Dean says, Monty, calm your hips. Jeremy Callahan says quitter. There are some times where I'm like, why did I start golfing again? Why? Rick Forrester, I have Callaway Golf Clubs. I'm a PXG guy all day. Love my clubs. Big Dog O-Town, golf is technique and form. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And watching, you know what? Mrs. Monty really did a great job last weekend at Golf in the Round of videotaping my session. I, I, I hit about 150 balls last weekend. And it made a big difference. I went out and played terrible after that. So Jason W. says, did you miss my super chat? Did I? I'm sorry. Jason W. gives us $5. Selling point for the Big 12. We now have free Pop-Tarts and our bowl partners won't sue us. Because they changed the Cheez-It Bowl to the Pop-Tart Bowl. Yeah, yeah. And they're not suing the Holiday Bowl. And Holiday Bowl is suing UCLA. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite flavor of Pop Tarts go? Strawberry. Double chocolate. God. Or double strawberry. Double strawberries. Strawberries tough to beat, dude. Frosted. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. I found these bear chicken nuggets. They're called bear. B A R E. Bear chicken nuggets at, at Costco a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Mrs. Monty did, by the way. Bomb. <clears throat> Absolutely bomb. They're so good. They're at Harmon's, too. Yeah. But they're really good. Yeah. They're really good. Uh, Big Daddy Magic says he gave memberships today. I'm a terrible host. I I freely admit it.
0: I'm a terrible host.
1: (laughs) Marlon Shaw, we already shouted him out. He gave us 10 memberships. Big Daddy Magic did give a membership away today. Big Daddy Magic, thank you. Cougar Tracks, who's been a member for two months, says The Monty Show, greatest program on earth. Thank you. Uh, Kyle A. gifted five memberships today. Yeah, holy cow, you turn around and all of a sudden we have 16 new members. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Jaron Eccles gave us his first super chat. Thank you. Okay.
0: Not membership.
1: Same thing. All right, we have to go now. The Monty Show, as always, is presented by our friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com. Utahadvocates.com, where you never pay unless and until the advocates win your case. You can chat with an attorney for free right now online. The Advocates.com, UtahAdvocates.com. Jake has to go cheer on the Ute ladies, softball players. The last comment is Matt Ritson, who says, Blueberry Pop-Tarts, to which I say the Monty Show, the truth in sports talk until tomorrow. Say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.